Speech Radio with a whiff of sulfur. The James Whale Show on Talk Radio. John uh, Hammond is a weatherman. He's never had a song written about him, though, has he? No, is no. it only the John Ketley song? There must yeah. have been more songs. No, about there isn't. No, there no, must no. have been. Do you remember Wincy Willis? I do remember Wincy yeah, Willis with yeah. the grey the hair, yeah. She used to be on a radio, she used to show on a radio yeah. station called uh, Radio Tees. Great. I remember it being grey. It may not have no, been. She was a blonde in the 70s, mate. Very, very glamorous. She went grey. Well, we all go grey. Yeah. You're going grey. Very grey, yeah. Yeah, very grey. Very grey. I mean, yeah. 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 Now, will you do uh, Braving the Shave for, for cancer? Will you? Because he's going to do it. Will you well, do I've it? I won't do it. My head? Says, mm. No. No. Why not? I don't do I don't do stunts for charity. Why? Yeah. It's a very important thing, and it would help. I said I'll take as long I get a piece of the pie as well. What pie are we talking? We shave well, a pie. Cash. No. Is that a euphemism? <laughs> we shave a lady's pie. <laughs> Cream pie. What is going on? I don't understand what you're talking about. <laughs> don't try and get smutty. You can do that on your own. Thank show. you, James. And um, we will. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Ash wants five thousand pounds. Yeah, just for myself. <laughs> no, but, no, but I think that's fair. Everyone's got. To have and then everything there. that you make over the fight that goes yeah. towards. Unless the it gets to more, and then oh, we've got to no, renegotiate. No, I don't. I I don't do stunts for charity. Yeah. I'll turn up. I'll shake a few hands. I'll right. write a checkie. Even if it's something yeah. that I, I, but, yeah. but I don't do stunts okay, for charity. Right. Sorry, guys. Yeah. Well, you see, if you'd said that, you yeah. could have got out of it better. But you're but getting you your head shaved. No, yeah, I, I hopefully will make something out of it. <laughs> I'm trying to make something out of it. Yeah. I'll <laughs> shave you. Yeah. Oh, I we've got. Will listen. Shave we, your hang on. Hang on. Hang on. We've got. Uh, Kira is back on Twitter. Uh, she said, "I think I should brave the shave for his cheek against you, saying you're." Old. My dad remembers your TV show. See, Kira. I right remember you, yeah. your TV. I yeah. remember Ash's yeah. TV show. Yeah. She's saying your dad, rem her dad remembers. Yeah. That's the sort of backhanded. I remember. Compliment. I remember Ash's TV show. Yeah. Ash's yeah. gash. Ash's yeah, and yeah. each week he gets yeah. sustained a severe um, injury. Yeah, yeah. And he shows us his gash. Uh, <laughs> great show. That's a very good idea. Jojo is. Yeah. By the way, Jojo is listening. Who's Jojo? Right, She's Jojo. on Twitter listening to James Whale and Ash. Right, it's glorious. Jojo. I may never watch television again. You don't need. You don't need television. And then in a moment, fashion. Ian Lee will come on and... Um, then you'll need a TV. You'll need a TV. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Not so if you shave your head. And what about shaving... Listen, yeah, what um, about shaving the whole body? Let's go for it. Because well, James is going to do that. Edward, who's leaving, he doesn't care anymore. Yeah. Because we, we got rid of him because he's, you know... He's useless. We're getting him replaced yeah, with someone yeah, good. Yeah, he's a Christian and yeah. uh, that we We're decided getting replaced with a Muslim. To yeah. 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 Well, that's a good idea. A gay Muslim in a wheelchair. Three boxes for the price of one. Oh. Beautiful. How many gay Muslims are there, do you think, that could come out? Um, I don't think... I don't think that would work. That's a really good yeah. question. Uh, I, I, I mean, it's it's frowned upon, but then again, there must be bits yeah. of Muslim society where it's well, okay, like so. there are bits yeah. of Christian yeah, society yeah, where it's yeah, okay, yeah. and somewhere there... Well, there, yes, are, there, yeah, there, yeah. Are gay, there are gay churches in the Christian society, oh, where, yeah, right, you, of course, because... Professional yeah. boxes. Yeah. Wow. Well, there was that one in Scotland that recently said they'll marry um, two men. I don't want to marry you. Don't even well, think about it. No, but the old guy. It's good to have the option. <laughs> we all know that this station is not performing as well as it could. Yeah. You two, you two yeah. get married. BRMB did it with Jeremy Kyle. He did, did he? Yeah. He ran did, off And it her. made the ratings good. Yeah. You two should get yeah. married. Yeah. I'll, I'll be yeah. the best man. Oh, yeah. it'd be great. Yeah. Paul Ross can be the vicar. Yeah. I'll be beautiful. Are you, al are you allowed? Paul Ross will be the vicar. All right, Julia Hartley Brewer can be the best man. I'll be the no, vicar. No, no, Julia Hartley Brewer can be the vicar. But Martin Roberts is yeah. ordained. He's a proper, fully ordained vicar. He is not. He is. He is, he is not. No, he is. Before, is he? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. 
actually, because you see him on um, Homes Under the Hammer, sometimes he's got a dog collar on and a Bible. No, on he has. Yeah, <laughs> that might be blessed. You, the where house. did you no, hear that? No, he was. He left the, the uh, what do they call it? The cloth. He touched cloth. I think. <laughs> he touched. <laughs> that cloth. was why he thought, no, yeah. it's not for me. I, I want to know. I was, listen, I'm show. interested <laughs> to know whether there is for. for yeah, this is quite serious. I've just thought about this. Okay. Um, because there are people who do believe in in uh, you know life after whatever, whatever, whatever. Yeah. And uh, it's very important to them, and I don't, as long as they don't well, expect good, me it? to. Have, yeah, fine. Feel better. But. There must be people who believe in Islam, people who believe in Allah, very committed Muslims who are gay. Yeah. And you can't live a life yeah. that you're not. So, it's, yeah. you know, it's almost yeah, yeah. impossible. Quandary, you shouldn't have yeah. to. And a gay so, quandary. A gay quandary. <laughs> and so I wonder if there is a sort of gay mosque or a, a place mosque. where... Yeah. Uh, it's an interest. It's an yeah. interesting question. Like, anybody can uh, call and let me know. I'd be very keen. Yeah. Um, tomorrow's going to be very hot. Oh, jeez. Shave it all off. I'm all off. Here's the, here's the thing. You were telling everyone that you've been shaving your entire body. My, uh, look, 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 look. That's weird. Yeah, that's it's just natural. weird. Well, but you're quite hairless anyway. You've got hairless legs. Yeah, my legs yeah. are hairless. I, I, never trust, squat, yeah. my I never trust hairless men. I think it's a bit, yeah. a bit suspicious really? of them. What? Yeah. Do you think my legs should have been a woman's? Because they are They're so smooth. And I mean, why the stockings you... and suspenders? Why do you yeah, see, you've, you've got men's legs. Ash knows. Look, yeah. Ash, I'll show you again. Look. No, 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 not again. No, 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 not again. I've got hair, no. I've got hair here, look. Oh, yeah, he has, he's shaved it. No. He's shaved it today. Oh, no. There's hair there. So, um... I don't oh, agree I only just got over really. the, the trauma of yesterday. I don't agree with it. Now, because right, he stopped seeing... See you later on. Have yeah, fun, man. Yeah. <laughs> <coughs> do you feel traumatized yeah i've just got over oh, it and then counseling and he shaved from yesterday he shaved the stripe ah oh, right. go faster strike that is disgusting yeah it was it was terrible man i was it Talk Radio. Thank you, Baldy. Thank you, soon-to-be Baldy. Tonight's show, it's a big one, guys. Two things you can call in about. First thing is, films you can only watch once. We struggled with the film topic yesterday. This one's even simpler. Films you can only watch once. And secondly, I have to agree with everything you phone in and say. Now, let me just uh, fumigate the studio. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Dear listener, 
Good evening, welcome to the show. James, go home, you're finished. Go home, Mr. Well. 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call this evening. You're more than welcome. Catherine joins me in the studio. Good evening, Catherine. Good evening to you. I am still setting up the studio for the incantation, the spell that we are about to cast this evening. You cannot see my head if you're watching on Periscope. That is um, a shame because that is, let's be honest, that is the best bit. The headphones are going in. We're plugging in. We started. We're in. Right, here we go. So, tonight's show. I'm out of breath now. Give me a minute. Too much ding dong. That was a lot of, um, that's a lot of folking around, isn't it? I mean, seriously. Um, So, tonight's show, dear listener, yesterday we did something that I thought was very, very simple and yet you lot couldn't quite grasp it. Catherine, remind them of what the topic was last night, please. The topic last night was Such a simple songs yep. that have the words don't go yes. together in that combination. That's it. That was it. And so we and started... we gave you some points. Yeah. Um, don't go breaking my heart. Yeah. Don't go. Don't leave me now, now, now. Yeah, we did that. Um, and you lot phoned in and went, um, don't stop, stop me, me now. now by Queen. No. What? What are you talking about? There's loads of songs that had the word don't in or go in. And then we ended up having ar- an argument with someone when you knew that wasn't the phone in. Tell me what the fuck that was the phone in. There were angry emails. Very angry emails. Ang- Sorry, I spat on you there. All over me. Very angry emails. Very angry phone calls. It was a tense show. Very, very tense show. So, we- we're dumbing down even more. I mean, in some ways, there's there's bad juju in this studio because I don't know if the gentleman was in or was on the phone. I don't, was he in? He was in. I can feel it. There's bad juju in this uh, studio. What we need in here is um, Babcock. Sorry? To come in and, you know... and We need a Stephen Lennon exorcism. That's what we need. There's bad juju because there was... Let's, I, I'm going to be honest. There was an arsehole in here earlier on today. Um, so we're going to negate the negativity and reverse the polarity and turn it into positivity. With tonight's phone-in that's very simple, Catherine... Ex- I tell you what, here we go. Alan? Hi, Ian. Catherine, why do you sound sad now? No, I'm not sad. OK, right, Catherine is going to give you tonight's phone-in and you're our kind of... You're our crash test... Sorry? Guinea pig. No. Yes. No. Yes. Crash test dummy. Yes, he's our guinea pig. Yes, he is. You're right. Absolutely right. There are two pointers for today that everyone should know about. The second one we'll discuss. Give them the first one first. No, the second one is not for discussion. The second one is up for discussion. Give me the first one first. The first one is films you can only watch once. There we go. Okay. That's an easy one. Candyman. Sorry? Candyman. I don't even know what the Candyman is. Is Don't say it again. He'll turn up. Here's, here's, okay, for example, you can only watch The Sixth Sense once. Seven. Seven. Um, uh, don't, I don't want to start there. Well, hang on a minute. Um, um, Green Mile? Green Mile, you can only watch it once. He's right. He's right. Yeah, yeah. 0344 499 1000, please, is the telephone number if you want to give us uh, um, a call, you're more than welcome to, with uh, films you can only watch once. And that is the only thing no. that we're doing no. tonight. Pay attention now, class, because I'm about to give you the yes. key to tonight's show. Here we go. This, this is... will unlock 
up for debate. All kinds. And it's not my fault because it was Ian's idea. It, well, what you, you're about to refer to something that, that I said me, yesterday. I yeah. sent myself an email. Yeah, no. You did, told me you? to say yes because you said send yourself an email. Uh, it was, I came up with an idea on yesterday's show. And you said you would argue with me about it. And yes. you are. No. The yeah. thing is, when I'm on, when I'm on air... Uh, it's a performance. It's a theatrical performance. This isn't oh, the real me. I it's see. a theatrical the, performance. The Alex Jones defence. Yeah, exactly. It's performance art. So the no. things I say on air, you don't necessarily have to um, yes, well, go along with I'm them. I'm choosing to go along with this one because I think it would be highly interesting from okay. everyone's point of view, and especially mine. Yes. You have to agree with well, everybody. <laughs> I'm doing a dance that's... Um, uh, the, you're trying to ignore me. The towel dance, isn't it? It's more like that. Yeah. No, well, OK, that's that more like you, you're having a fun time with two guys. Ha-ha! Um, <laughs> the... OK, here's the thing, Alan. Yesterday on the show, I said that on tonight's show, I would agree with everything every caller phoned in with. But... Good, Good idea, isn't it? Half eleven. Sorry? You said uh, half eleven. What do you mean? You're taking notes. You're taking minutes of the show. Yeah, I don't think I'm doing. It's a new thing. <sighs> I like it, Alan. Yeah, well, you should oh, post... you like it too, don't you, Ian? Yes, I do. So I actually have to do this. Yes. The thing is, as we said yesterday, the, the, the show is hanging by a thread. We are basically keeping the 10pm till 1am slot warm for when Carol Malone takes over in March 2018. Home Alone with Carol Malone. Home Alone with um, Carol Malone. That's happening, guys. So... Um, I can't use that title because it's copyright to Macaulay Culkin. No, Macaulay Culkin was never in a film called Home Alone with Carol Malone. Was he? He was in Home Alone. And, and yes, Home you're Alone right. Too. Yes, you're right. He does own the copyright to it. Um, but we did to uh, <laughs> we, we did we've had several complaints. Um, so uh, I have to be on my best behaviour. So all right, fine, I will agree. The thing is, though, a lot of these people. I mean, look at uh, Chris. Hey. Hey, Chris. Hello, mate. Hello, Chris. Hi, Chris. How you doing? Not bad, you? Yes, yeah, sweet. I just want to ask a question, actually. When uh, Ian Lee fumigated the s- studio... Who's got their yeah. radio on, first of all? Who's got their radio on, please? It's Chris. Chris, could you please do the decent thing? Chris, do the decent thing for all of us and turn the bloody radio off. Just for now. Pop it back on. Pop it on when you're done. I'm an amateur. I'm an amateur. Okay, there we go. There we go. Isn't that better, everyone? Chris, let's start again. Here we go. Right. Yes. Yeah, when you said you had to fumigate your uh, studio, what was that for? Uh, fumigation purposes. Yeah, for what reason? What? I, mean, I don't mind. I'm, I'm not going to... Uh... But then you said someone was a a-hole. Yes. Is that who you... what? The, the presenter was on before you? No. Mm-hmm. Well, what if it was? What, what do you think? I don't know how to do this. Mm. What, um, what do you think, <laughs> no, Chris? I'm sorry. I was just wondering, I, because... I was listening to you on, in the background, and I thought, what? Yeah. You can't say that. Yes, you can. Uh, no, you're right, you can't. Is that right? Yeah. Okay, so confusing. No, you, you're right, Chris, you yeah. can't. Anyway, it doesn't matter, because I agree, sort of. It doesn't um, matter. You, you agree, but you don't know who he's talking about. Oh. Yeah, well, I do, because he just told me. Well, Chris, I'm just, I am just, let's get the rules of this clear, right? 
I am just agreeing what? with everything that the callers say tonight. Oh. Uh, missed that bit as well. Sorry. Your radio was quite so loud. I don't I don't go. go on, Chris. So I say anything, and you say, oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, you're right, I do. Oh, what? Oh, I can't think of anything. Goodbye. Thanks very much for calling. Gosh, he <laughs> had the power there in his hands. <laughs> didn't know what to do with it. And he couldn't go with it. He couldn't do he it. bottled it. Cats? Uh, he bottled it. Thank you very much indeed, sir. 0344 499 is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, I had a lovely day today in the heat, in the sunshine. Um, I spent um, an hour in the company of Robin Ince and Josie Long. And um, recording well, their podcast, the Book Shambles podcast. And Josie Long is um, a, a huge fan, as am I, of Kurt Vonnegut. So we chatted about Kurt Vonnegut. We chatted about the show. We chatted about books. We chatted about, you know, me wanting to kill myself sometimes. Talked talk, talk, all, all the fun stuff. And then I said to them both, oh, you must come on my show. And Josie's a fan, because Josie um, uh, has listened. She, she used to love the LBC show. And the absolute show, and in fact, she turned up drunk once with her sister, who'd been to a head, who'd won a, an award at a hairdressing award ceremony. And they, to, so, and they said, "Oh yeah, we'd love to." And I said, "Josie, I, I've I've been after you for about a year to come on the show." She said, "Oh, you should have texted me." I said, "Yeah, I have." She went, "Oh, maybe I haven't got my number." Then she got out her phone and read out her number. I had that number in my phone. Oh, quado. Oh, quado. Um, but so they're going to come on at some point, which is which is nice. We talked a little bit about the eleven o'clock show, which was interesting because Robin uh, wrote for it, so I got to hear um, a bit of his perspective from it, which I was was in terms of writing because I'd never was never involved with any of that bit and never saw any of that. So that was um, very nice. Then I did a little bit of blog writing. I'm typing up, for those of you who missed the New York shows, shame on you. Or for those of you who heard them, but felt bombarded, overwhelmed with the information we were giving. Because there were so many voices and and Twitter handles and all kinds of things. Um, I'm writing a blog. um, And I've done two parts so far. Monday, Tuesday, and then today I wrote Wednesday. So if you go to ianlee.com, you can see the blog. And it has, I think, I've got all of them, all of the guests that we had on the show... Steve Gutenberg, Kenny Kramer, um, the people at WFMU, Keith and the Girl. It's got pictures of them and links to all their Twitter feeds where if we were on their show where you can hear it, if they were on our show where you can hear it, if it's up so far, not all of them up. We're staggering the um, the New York podcast over the next few weeks and there'll be stuff that you've heard and stuff that we didn't get to broadcast, loads of stuff. Still got the recording of um, us in that really noisy restaurant. Oh, yeah. To, to play. <laughs> Still got that. The noisiest. It was like um, feeding time at the zoo. It was like walking in to um, like the naughtiest school in the world where uh, lunchtime. But they were adults. Mm-hmm. They were. There were some kids there, but it was quite. It was about nine o'clock, half nine at night. They were primarily adults, and there were some couples out on a date. Oh, the couple behind us. Yeah. Oh yeah yeah yeah. He was having a. Well, I couldn't work out whether he was joking or yep. having a go at her because he was going, "You are so selfish." But to to be heard, you had to shout. Yeah, and she was kind of. Oh, I could just hear. Oh, and no. then I then I embarrassed you by saying, "Right, I'm going to shout." And no one will turn around. And I literally just suddenly went, Yeah, right, yeah! The people on the table next to us turn around, 
Nobody else, else bothered. Nobody else bothered. Here comes Edmundo, Hello. the traitor, the turncoat, the man that's splitting up. You want the tea? Give me the tea. The ma- say hello <laughs> to the periscopers, please. Oh. Won't be allowed periscope at the BBC. They frown upon it. Um, so I'm writing a blog of all of the people that we met, and so far we're up to Wednesday. So if you go to ianlee.com, it's all there in one place, and, um, Fred didn't it seem like a lifetime ago? An absolute lifetime ago. And we, it's that thing, I know time goes quickly when you're having fun and when you're getting older and all of that stuff. But um, we've been planning it for a couple of months, and then suddenly it's done. Now it's, it's now I'm writing about what we did. So that's all up on ianlee.com. Go and have a look at that, and I'm probably going to finish it off towards the end of the week. There are also some funny videos, aren't there? Oh, there are some really silly videos. We just felt inspired, both of us, to do silly stuff. And so I did a couple of videos that are in the style of the 11 o'clock show, that, that guy that I used to be on that show. So we did a couple of those, and then one of our listeners, at Mugger Harris, Daniel Rayner, then took some of the videos and, and made them psychedelic. I've got to send him a bit more footage, and he's going to do one more film for us. And I've said to him, Dan, on this last film push it all to 11 man just yeah. do you know just just go as I've nuts already as you sent want. him that one of you standing um being miserable in the subway oh brilliant thank you thank you thank you i've, I've got some i think on my camera that i need to send him um, so we put up silly videos and there's silly pictures and it's just it's all the twitter handles by the way can i just say if you do get in touch with any of the people that we heard on the show i know loads of you have discovered um Kim and Emily in real life. Mm-hmm. Um, and loads of you have... I've had so many people on Twitter going, I can't believe I've never heard of this show. If you do get in touch with them because of us, um, just mention that you heard them through us because it, it, it will be kind of nice for them. They'll know their time wasn't wasted. Um, and, you know, if you want to at me in it as well, it'll be just kind of nice that people, I think, are discovering people in America because of what we did. Yeah. Um, last bit of business... So hang on a minute. Those videos, they're yes. on the YouTube site. Yes, the well, some of them are on the uh, ianlee.com, or you can go to the... Uh, we have a TV channel, a, a YouTube channel, youtube.com slash rabbit hole. Let me bombard you with one more... Uh, 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 that's it, we'll take a break, then I'll bombard you, then we'll take some calls. 0344 499 Films you can only watch once, and I have to agree with everything you say. Talk Radio. Join the Talk Nation. Dial up and talk radio. We'll get you talking. Stand up to cancer on Talk Radio. Stand up, raise cash, take cancer out. Luckily, we're more equipped than ever to defy it. It's time to rise up against cancer. Calling all rebels! Talk Radio have teamed up with Stand Up to Cancer and together we're raising funds and raising the roof in a series of fearless challenges. From a close shave with hair-raising results to making serious dough from a ballsy bake-off. Get inspired, join the rebellion and help bring in stacks of cash for game-changing cancer treatments. 100% of the money raised go straight to those badass science boffins who save lives. Stand Up to Cancer on Talk Radio. Rebels, you now have a cause. Search Stand Up to Cancer to sign up. Being an all-black is in their blood. Being a lion is in ours. The Lions Tour. The first test starts Saturday, 7:30 a.m. live only on Sky Sports. To upgrade, search Sky Sports Summer. 
When you hear a PPI commercial like this, you think, I wonder if I ever did have PPI. And maybe I should claim with the deadline being announced. And then you think, oh, but I'm not sure when the paperwork is. So you end up doing nothing. Well, here's the easiest thing in the world to do. Just text the word please to 60777 and the claims guys will conduct a free search to discover if you ever had PPI. And then you can decide to pursue the claim yourself or get the claims guys to do it for you. Text please to 60777 now. The Claims Guys. Talk radio. Listen. Phone. Talk. Talk radio. We'll get you talking. Late night, Ian Lee. On air and off the On Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Live shows, live shows coming up um, July the 9th. Catherine and I will be appearing at the Stand Comedy Club in Newcastle. It's an early evening show. Five o'clock will be done by 7.30, probably by 7. Um, I would suggest 14 and upwards. I don't know the venue's policy. Check when you book your tickets, but I would suggest 14 and upwards. It will be acceptable for a bit sweary, if you're right with that. Well, that's fine. Um, the Stand Comedy Club in Newcastle on Sunday, July the 9th at 5pm. Tickets are only a, a tenner. If you Google the Stand, Newcastle, Rabbit Hole, get it. By the way, we've only sold 24 tickets. It holds 300. So it's going to, we're going to do it, whatever. It would be nice if we sold a few more tickets so we could cover our petrol. <laughs> that would be kind of cool. But if we don't, we don't. You know, that's the, that's the beauty so of it. So if you are thinking of coming, yeah. would you mind buying your tickets sooner rather than yes. later, just so we know? It, it, it makes things easier. And I know some of you saying, well, I might not be able to get it until the day. If you can't buy the that's ticket cool. until today, that's cool. It makes our life a little bit easier if you, if, if you buy the tickets before. Um, and, you know, be prepared to fail, guys. Be, if we don't sell any more, than 24 tickets um i was hoping we could get it up to 50 um but if we don't well then that's fine um we uh, you know we were um still do a show we'll still do a show it'd be a good show maybe th- but 300 was obviously too big and that's fine and we'll look for something else next time I we go to newcastle john shuttleworth right yeah, yeah. and there must have been about nine people there he still did it and it was an experience and Moses is uh, messaging me on Facebook. Um, I just posted the link on her Facebook page. Mm. And she said, uh, what a blast. I said, come on the show again. She's messaged me saying, say the word next week. Oh, baby, yes. Without a, sh- I'm gonna, without a shadow of a doubt, and Moses, yes. Um, so uh, the Newcastle, July the 9th, the stand comedy. Google Ian Lee, rabbit hole stand. It'll pop up. And then July... The, it's a Saturday. Is it the 27th, I think? July the 27th, uh, we're appearing in Manchester. It's a one o'clock in the afternoon show. Tickets, again, I think are a tenner. If you go to ticketsource.co.uk slash Ian Dashley. Ticketsource.co.uk slash Ian Dashley. You can get tickets Saturday, there. 29th Thank of July. Thank you. 29th of July. Um, and that's the one my auntie's coming to. And if you want any of these dates again, just send me an email. Ian at ianlee.com. Uh, and this this Sunday, I thought it was Saturday, and then I was getting emails about Sunday. I was thinking, everyone's got the date wrong. Oh, no, it's me. This Sunday, uh, Portishead, it's um, the Eddie Large show. Flipping it. That's kind I... Uh, so, so basically, remember we had Eddie Large on from Little and Large a few months ago, and I came up with this silly idea of doing an evening with Eddie Large. Well, it's happening. It's happening on Sunday. We've sold out. I've oversold it by about 20 tickets because my maths was all to cock. So the venue holds 250. I've sold 20 tickets. 20 says, So I'm hoping that 20 people, you know... Don't turn up. ...get salmonella or something. Oh. Well... 
Or a better offer. <laughs> yes. Um, but there, so that's happening on Sunday. And I'll be honest, we we're so caught up in New York, I've not really thought about it. By the way, you can call in. I'm just chatting because no one's calling in. But you want to call in 0344-499-1000. Films you can only watch once. And I have to agree with what you say. Make use of it. It won't ever happen again. Um, so New York was kind of dominating stuff. And, and so I've not really thought about the Eddie Large mm-hmm. thing. And um, tomorrow I have to edit um, some clips off some DVDs that he's given me. And um, then... Then Sunday, not Saturday, Ian, I would have gone there on the wrong day. Sunday, I'm driving down to Portishead um, and going to do the show. We might record. I'm going to try and record it. And I think we'll record it. And if Eddie is happy with it, we'll, we'll put it up on iTunes. And people can buy it for a quid or something. I don't know. There's a few more quid in his pocket. But it, but we might get we, we might steal some bits and pieces to play on the radio. We've, we, we'll see how it goes. And it's going to be a, it's going to be a lovely show. He's going to kind of give a talk for the first 45 minutes. Break. Then I'm going to come out, do some songs from my new album, um, do some character comedy. I've got a brilliant, I've got this funny character I'm working on. I'm, I'm just hoping I've got it ready for Sunday. It's um, <laughs> it's a French guy called Pierre. Uh, Hello, I am Pierre. Would you like to buy some onions and then make love? <laughs> it sells onions and makes love. It's not going to be ready for Sunday. Uh, it's, it's pretty nearly no, there, actually. It's really onion. close. That was, that was a good line. Um, and then I'm going to interview Eddie. And then we'll take questions from the audience. And Dredge, Dredge is the gentleman who's going to walk around. Any questions? Anybody got a question? And um, yeah, well, your new friend, your real friend. He's he's he's, he's good. Anyways, like yes. So that's happening on Sunday. Um, I had something else I was going to do. Oh, I tell you what. Here we go. Get clunky gear change. That's what we do on this show. I um, drove into London today on the A40 because I was going to be sort of in central London. Normally, I would drive in on the M4. And I drove in, and I drove in yes, the other day, and I didn't notice. I thought, oh, I wonder where... Because I don't really know where Grenfell Tower is. And I knew it was kind of West London. I thought, I wonder if I'll see it when I drove in. And I drove in the other day, and I didn't see it. So I thought, maybe it must be... I, I was trying to work out where it was, and I thought, if I'm driving in, it's probably on the right somewhere, but it might be hidden. And as I was driving in, coming in... Uh, the M40 becomes the A40 and you go past the North Circular and you kind of go past Acton and, and, and stuff like that. Uh, and then you go into the flyover and I thought, oh, is that it on the left? No, is, is that in a sort of dark building on the left? Is that it? And I'm straining around. No, I looked to my right and it was there. It was there. Oh, my God. I have felt, in all honesty, a little bit disconnected from the Grenfell um saga story i don't know what you want to call it because we were in new york so we and we weren't listening to british radio very much and we weren't watching we we didn't have time to watch tv you know so i i i I saw that something had happened and i saw the pictures and it was obviously a horrific tragedy i heard bits of tommy boyd who was on before us talking about it um but in all honesty we didn't pursue the news too much while we were over there, I think it's one of the joys of being abroad that has perhaps been ruined slightly with mobile phones and Twitter and things, is that you can kind of isolate yourself ever so slightly from the news. So, um, I, but I knew it was horrific and I knew it was horrible. And when we came back, obviously, we, re- we kind of read more about it and saw more about it. Um, but driving in on the A40 and seeing it, dear God, it was... Um, I'm going to say a phrase, and it's going to sound insensitive, but I, I, I don't mean it. I don't mean it to. We normally use this phrase um, when you're describing people that you meet. The pictures don't do it justice. The pictures don't do it justice. They don't. They don't 
show you how black it is. I mean, it is the darkest black I've ever seen. They don't show you how black it is. The pictures don't convey how tall it is. And the pictures, um, you, you, I mean, you can see, as you, you drive past, you can see through it. You know, you can see through windows out of the thing. It, the pictures do not convey the enormity and the sadness of it. And one can only imagine what the site would have been like for miles around while it was burning. It, you can only imagine. And I drove past and I could see it and I kind of had, I slowed down. It's a bit away from the A40. But I slowed down and I kind of was looking behind me because it was such um, an hypnotic... I, I, words don't do it justice. It was it was hypnotic and it was the most horrific thing, literally horrific thing I have ever seen in my life. I just think those search parties and the firefighters oh. are going in there oh. every day. God, you can't imagine. And, and, and the thing is, as well, it's like, I mean, I don't know how tall the block is. Was it 27 floors? Something like that. Um, I don't know how many apartments are on each floor. Each apartment on each floor is a tragedy, is a tragedy. Families gone, members of families gone, boyfriends and girlfriends gone, parents, grandparents, children. Every, every, you you read about stories and we get so desensitised to them. We'll get back to the fun stuff in a minute. Sorry, this, this, this just really struck me today. I had a little cry, actually, as, as I was driving past it, just at the sadness of it, the enormity of the sadness. Every room in every apartment in every... I've been in America too long. Every room in every flat, in every floor, is a, is a huge tragedy. Yeah. A huge tragedy that we can't even begin to comprehend. You know, and my family, my dad's side of the family... All, they don't now. They all lived in tower blocks. All lived in... And when I was a kid, it was a great novelty. You go to South London and we would go in the tower blocks. My, my Uncle Huey was a caretaker for one. A tower block that was like that. New at the time, but that was like that. Every room is a tragedy. And um, it's just... Oh, it's it's just heartbreaking. I, I'm not even going anywhere with this because I haven't got anywhere to go. But um, it's it's just heartbreaking. And I, I I tweeted, this is heartbreaking. And Scott said... they should. My friend Scott said... Um, they should leave it up as a monument to, you know, to, to, to the tragedy. And I said, oh, no, 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 Scott, no, no, no. That area is prime real estate. You just wait. You just wait. When that gets taken down, as it will do, as it have to do, it's probably structurally unsafe now. So I imagine it will get taken down. Once the investigation has been done, it will get taken down. You just wait. Let's see how much affordable housing they replace that with, shall we, guys? <laughs> Let's just see how many of those families are rehoused in exactly the same spot. Let's just see. I bet, it, I bet it ain't. I bet it'll, there'll be like three token families and the rest will be millionaires' apartments. Okay. It's awful. And then they're talking about... They had some fella phoning up a radio station. Well, they should, some, you know, they should be rehoused in Preston. What? They should be rehoused in Preston. So, what? No. How does he feel about Preston? Don't they should, go and live there tomorrow? They, they, should, they should be rehoused in that area because they've got kids at school there, they've got jobs there, they've got family, they've got... It's, you can't just move someone 10 miles, 20 miles, 50 miles away. The thing about tower blocks is they're a town built upwards. Yeah, yeah. And that was the whole idea. And actually, you look at the community and how they've come together, yep. the people who've survived and the people <sighs> who live nearby, 
That is a town, that, and that, that's not just about people living yep. in separate boxes. Yep. That is about people who are living alongside each other. And that's the way that tower blocks were designed, to be a community built upwards, right? And in some areas, it went wrong because, you know, the communal areas were taken over by other people and they controlled people's movements. Yep. All right, in the worst case scenario, when you've got gangs and stuff. But in that area, you've got people who have got a, a, an emotional connection to their homes, just like anyone else who lives you know, flat next door to their neighbours, for heaven's yep. sake. How on earth you can be told that through no fault of your own, mm. with no choice of your own, you're going to be moved 200 miles away? Yeah. It's insane. It's there insane. are people sleeping in parks tonight because they've not been put up properly by the council. Really? Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. That's, that's, um, that's shameful on all of us. Has anyone resigned yet? Now, I asked this and I tweeted this and someone went, well, who should resign? I don't know. But it feels like... That's a very loud swallow. Sorry. It feels... You know, back in the day, when I was a kid, someone would resign. You know, someone would fall on their sword. And I... Maybe I've missed this. Maybe I missed this last week. Maybe this this has happened. But um, the council, the government, the housing minister, the council in charge of it, the the housing associate... No one... No one has stepped down, and I, it doesn't feel like anyone's even said anything. No one's... I, I've, and again, if I missed it last week, I apologize. I've heard radio stations trying to get hold of the council for comment, and they won't. And that, no one's... And that's outrageous. Now, bearing in mind, Kensington and Chelsea Council yeah. is the richest council... Three hundred million pound surplus, guys. In Europe, three hundred million pound surplus, and last year they gave everyone a hundred pounds uh, council tax rebate because they'd saved so much money. <laughs> Anyway, I just felt I had to say that because I saw it and it was, it, it was infinitely worse than I could have imagined. Honestly, it's the blackness. You have Dude. never seen anything so black in well, your those life. Those top four floors now are a graveyard, aren't they? Man alive. You're tragic. Anyway, sorry guys. Um, little bit of a buzzkill, bit of a mood kill, but I, I saw that today and I, I, I just, it, it, it moved me a l- way more than I thought it was going to do. Way more than I thought it was going to do. Um, you can give us a call. You know the rules of uh, uh, Late Nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio, don't you? You don't? I tell you what, taking our break, we'll come back, I'll set up the stall again, then we'll go to Eben. 0344 499 1000, Late Nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Late Night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. 0344 499 1000, we've got new listeners from uh, not just uh, Britain, um, but also America, loads of new followers from New York. Isn't that weird? I think that's partly down to Keith and the girl. But but thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, if you are listening, it's a late night phone-in show unlike any other show uh, on the radio that I've come across. If you know one that's similar, let me know because I'd love to listen to it. We will sit here. I will st- I'm standing at the moment. I don't know why I was standing yesterday. This is a New York kind of thing. I'm standing. I've got too much energy. Um, uh, Catherine is in the studio. She is sat. I am standing. I'm the man. She is the woman. And um, you can phone We're in. We're not a- going to the toilet. No, you can phone in about absolutely anything. And it can be heavy. It can be light. It can be. I was trying to explain to. Um, I was trying to sum up the show when I was doing this interview with Robin and Josie today. Robin Ince and Josie Long. And I said, the show is, um, you know, it can be someone phoning in to talk about the fact that they uh, they uh, want to kill themselves because their wives left them. And then it can go to someone phoning up saying they nearly ran over Elton John, which was a real phone call that we had. And, and we it, did, it happened. We did a phone in. Which celebrities have you nearly run over? We had loads. Sigourney Weaver. Uh, yeah, Paul McCartney, I think. And Clapton. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. So you can phone in about anything. If you're listening abroad, international dial thing. Zero, zero, four, four. Three four 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 nine nine one thousand zero zero four four 
344-499-1000. Cost you a little bit more from abroad, but here's, here's the kicker, guys. We call you back. You'll be on the phone for, I would, I would imagine, don't hold me to this, please. I'd imagine a minute, probably, no more than two minutes, I wouldn't have thought. Um, so you can call in about anything. Heavy, light, whatever. It's all groovy. The things that we are running with, in other words, the things that I'm kind of tossing out there, um, as kind of a bait, if you want to, uh, use that word, are films that you can only watch once. And, um, I have to agree with everything people say. In other words, yes, yes, you're right. Thank you. Let's go to Eben! Hey, Ian. Hey, Eben. I had a little bit of a digestive... You know, the body... Isn't the body marvellous? It makes the weirdest noise. There's a weird noise and no one can control it. And and I I get it quite a lot. And it goes from, like, the solar plexus and it travels up the chest. And I'm going to try and impersonate the noise. It goes... Hang on. Does that, doesn't it? Goes from the solar plexus up the chest. It goes like that. It's like a little frog trying to trying to escape. And when I, I and I think, Eben, I just detected one of those on you. Mm. Yeah. That happens to me each time I just finish running. Oh. I have it when I get spot when I have spicy food or coffee. I can't eat duck. If I eat duck, um, then. Happens a lot, guys. Mm. But I can't burp. If I could burp, maybe that would get rid of it. Eben, what have you called in for me? I'm calling in to see what's the address of the place on Sunday. Hey, um, this yeah. is for the this is for the Eddie Large thing. Yeah. It's Somerset Hall. Okay. In Portishead. Thank you. And what time is it, please? Uh, do you know what, Eben? I actually I haven't got a clue. I would imagine. 7.30, but I don't know. I, I th- Until about five hours ago, I thought it was on Saturday. So even though I'm organising it, I'm not the best person. But um, I would say get there for about seven. It's a nice hall. There'll be a bar. You can have a drink. Um, and okay. uh, I, 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 okay, Catherine? 7.30pm. Okay. Somerset Hall, Porter's Head. There we go. Beautiful. Thank you. That'll be excellent. It'll be a busy day for me then today. Well, what are you doing, what are you doing um, in the daytime then? I'm running my first ever half marathon. You're running a half marathon? Yeah. What the hell are you... Oh, that's... Yes. That's Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. And that's... Uh, yes, you are. Why are you? I'm doing it to prove a point to my dad, because he doesn't think I could run. run. Well, if you do it, is he going to pay for your car insurance? No, he said he'll give me a good pair of running shoes and some cycling gear. He doesn't want you to. He doesn't want to pay for that car, and yet we saw him almost a year ago, and he was bang up for paying the insurance, he was. wasn't he? Bang up for it. What did you do, Evan? But fair enough, he is paying my provisional insurance and letting me drive. Okay, he's letting you drive his. I'm assuming that last word was car. Car. There. Well, that's um, that's good for him, Evan. Evan, any films you can only watch once? Um, there's a film which I'm currently watching on. It's like a film comedy on the BBC. It's called White Gold. White gold? Yeah. No such film. Uh, oh, yes, there is. It's, it's yes. a comedy. It is, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you can only then watch it once. I pissed me, Okay. It's not the best line, Evan, so I'm going to cut you off. But you're absolutely <laughs> right. You are absolutely spot on. Oh, we're quiet on the phone tonight. The next caller is uh, Andre, which can only be... Um... It's very odd, isn't it? You've got a wide open goal there and no one <laughs> kicking at it. <laughs> 0344 499 1000 is the uh, telephone number if you want to give us a call. Guys, this will never happen again. For tonight and tonight only, I will agree with whatever 
you say. You phone in, you say it, I'll agree with it. And if it gets us in legal trouble, it gets us in legal trouble. It won't get us in legal trouble because I'm here. Well, hang on a minute. I phone. I said to you, if someone phones up and says something massively racist, I have to agree with it. Mm-hmm. And you and I said you have to be I the mean, voice you would of anyway, reason, wouldn't you? Well, I would because really? I'm a massive racist. Um, uh, and I said you'd have to be the voice of reason. You went, nope. It was you that came up with the idea. You've got to deal with yeah. it. Tough love that. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Late nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Late nights, Ian Lee on air and off the leash. On Sork Radio. We have ways of making you talk. 0344 499 1000. We call you back. If you're in the UK, it probably costs you nothing. May just cost you pennies. If you're abroad, a little bit more. But we do call you back uh, wherever you are in the world. Mark! Hi. Hey, Mark. How you doing, man? Uh, fine. I'm really enjoying the show, by the way. Thank you very much, Mark. What can we do for you this evening? Well, I've got a list of three films here that are only worth watching once. <laughs> well, uh, let, me, let me clarify slightly, because someone tweeted a film and then said, it's rubbish. Um, what I kind of meant, and we're going to get these three in a second, I promise you, I kind of meant films where there's like a big reveal at the end, like The, uh, um, um, the Sixth Sense, mm-hmm. or Seven, or something like that, when I mean, you, you can't watch it again because you know what the ending is. But go on, Mark, what are the three you've got? Right, I've got Reservoir Dogs. I agree with you. Citizen Kane. <laughs> He's got it. I totally agree with that. It's a sledge, guys. It's a sledge. Yeah, exactly. Rosebud. What a load of rubbish. <laughs> uh, uh, and for the third one, I've got Angel Heart. I don't know Angel Heart. What's that? Stero and Mickey Rourke. It's made in 1987. What's the, is there a twist at the end? Well, I, I kind of sussed it out after about half an hour in. Go on, give us... It's, it's yeah. 30 years old. I think the statute of limitations... Well, it, A, it's an American thing, but B, it's probably passed by now. What's the twist of Angel Heart? Well, what is... Mickey Rourke is... Well, it turns out De Niro's like Lucifer. Oh. And <laughs> Mickey Rourke has sold his soul to him, and it's... It's not very good. And it's it only worth watching once. Here's a question, Mark. Go on. When did when exactly can we pinpoint? And I bet if if with enough work we could do we could pinpoint the exact movie that Robert De Niro gave up because he was the seventies and the early eighties. He was a tour de force, one of the greatest actors in the world. He's still now every now and then he'll churn out a good good film, but it's like one in every six is a decent film. What was the movie where Robert De Niro? Gave up being the world's greatest actor and just decided to take the dollar. Ooh, that's a difficult one. It is. It, I mean, people that will have a lot more knowledge than us will know it, I'm sure. Yeah, there's been quite a few. I mean, I don't know, probably everything he did after Raging Bull, really. Well, when was Raging Bull, 82? Uh, I think it was 80. Well, he, he, did, hang on, he did the King of Comedy after that. Um, I think he was I still having decent films up until about 84. Midnight Run was a good film. Um, yeah, yeah, I agree with you on that. That's a fun of Charles film. Grodin. Hey, we saw, well. um, we saw Charles Grodin in a recent Robert De Niro film on the plane, a film called The Comedian. That's all right. It's not brilliant, but it's all right. It's got some good bits in it. And Charles Grodin, I didn't recognise him. He looks like a proper old man now. You know, like all... Um, like his, his skin on his head has like been sunk <laughs> into his face. He looks like a skull with a wig. 
Hollywood seems to do that to people. <laughs> I'll tell you something, Charles Grodin is the Heartbreak Kid. Yeah. That's a great film. The remake that Ben Stiller did, was it Ben Stiller? It was garbage. Um, hang on a minute. I thought the Heartbreak Kid was Bob Hope. That was the Lemon Drop Kid. That was the Lemon Drop Kid. Okay. Right, cause, yeah, the Heartbreak Kid, the Charles Grodin one, I think it was, uh, was it 74, 75? I've not seen that. I tell you, this is what, this is, a, thank Mark, stay there. We're going to run this as a, as a, 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 a Category B phone-in. Actors supporting, here we go, the world's best supporting actors, right? Charles Grodin is in there. Um, William H. Macy. William H. Macy. Um, who's the fella I like? And he, he every, about every five years, he'll, he'll be high on drugs, running down the street in his pyjamas. <laughs> What's his name? Oh. 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 Not, not, well, this isn't it, but here's another great supporting actor, Jeff Daniels. Um, what's the guy's name? Uh, he's in a, he's in Mother Night. He's in a Kurt Vonnegut film. Mother Night. He always plays nut jobs, and he is a nut job. Oh, Mark, you know the man I mean. He plays nut jobs. (laughs) 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 You know him, don't you, Mark? I mean, that could be a... I mean, narrow uh, it down. Of about 34 <laughs> Mark, listen, it's a, it's a great call. Thank you very much, man. I appreciate that. 0344 499 1000. This is a great phone-in. Films, you can only watch once. Um, and the, the, the B, the B supporting uh, uh, topic is supporting actors that are flipping brilliant. Let's write this down. So we've got Rodin. You know what I mean by... Um, Je- what did I say? Jeff Daniels. You know Jeff yeah, Daniels, don't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's the fella I'm thinking of? Nick Nolte. Yes. Nick Nolte. I love Nolte. Any film with Nolte. I say Nolte. Nick Nolte is his name. Nolte, isn't it? You're thinking of Nick Knowles. Oh yeah. Nick Nolte. <laughs> Nick Nolte. He is. I love him. And Should he I does say Nolte, every uh, Nolte. Nolte. Every five years, you'll see. There's a brilliant Google Nick Nolte. Pajamas. They've not got that. They've and got there'll, there'll be a, there'll be a picture of him being arrested by the police in his pajamas. His hair askew. With, yeah, yeah. High on drugs. Good for him. Good for you, well, Holly. I don't think it is good Hollywood for him. movie stars. Nick Nolte. You mean this guy? That's the one. That's the fella. Nick Nolte. Oh, look how handsome! He is. I love him. He's such a good supporting actor. Before. <laughs> After. Yeah, that's the, that's the same 24 hours. Good evening, Andre. <laughs> hi, Ian. Hi, sexy, uh, curvaceous cat. Sexy Sammy was going to call you. Uh, no, sorry, I've got, I, I can't remember it's names. Hard think, it's hard to think when you've got an erection, isn't it? Oh, All the blood goes to your penis. I don't remember, I don't remember faces, just bodies. Right, now, what I was going to say, and a funny thing happened to that's me, the, uh, That's, um, the sort of thing an undertaker uh, would say. Uh, yeah. Hannibal Lecter. it does. Yes. I was, I was coming back from this garden party in Tunbridge, yeah? Here we go. And uh, some woman, right? They set up a barbecue in the garden as they do, yeah. Yeah. And uh, as it gets stuck in, so I was obviously the first up there, and all salads laid out, and all these women, and out come all the desserts and all that. Yes. So, so I said I'm having a fag in the garden, and this woman stuck up lady says, "Oh, you can't." Now, bear in mind, it was a very hot day today. Yeah, wasn't it? of course, it's, it's a perfect day for smoking fags. No, but the barbecue was billowing out smoke, yeah? Yes, yes. And she said, do you mind not having a cigarette in the garden? Because I've got a bit of a bad, bad chest on me. Were you invited oh, to the bar- terrible. Were you invited to the barbecue? Yeah. Uh, no, I'll go and crash it. No, yeah, of course I was. And then coming back, 
six mile tail back at the tunnel. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but what I really find, oh yeah, it's champagne supernova, I mean uh, pavanova for dessert. Yeah, what? Champagne Pavanova by Pav- Oasis. Sa- Champagne Pavanova. We're not doing. Th- we're not doing. Can you make a menu out of songs? Right. Oh, oh this prophetic film. I remember. What well, I would never see again. Yeah, prophetic. Do you remember that one? What? Um, that bloke was in the in the bar. No, in the in the diner. Yeah. And he said uh, he got this girl to say, "Has anyone seen Mike?" Come on now. Although you're absolutely right, obviously. Speaking of Mike's, Mikey has uh, tweeted me, hundreds of people are visiting the Grenfell Tower site. What do you think about that? I get it. I get it. I, I, um, uh, someone else tweeted me saying they saw someone taking a selfie there. And, um, I get that as well because I think, right, let's deal with the first thing, going to visit the site. I get it because I, I felt almost compelled to go. Um, as a mark of respect, um, as a, as a kind of human connection with, with the tragedy, because I I don't know, but I felt a compulsion to go. I didn't go. I might, I might yet go. I might yet go. I I don't think I'd want to see it close up now that I've seen it because it's so, it was so upsetting. But if that compulsion came and I, I, yeah, I might well go. Um, not in a, not in a kind of mawkish, is that a word mawkish? Mm. Um, you know, in a sort of horrible, let's go and see where all the people, you know, not in that kind of thing. But I think some, as humans, we are often drawn to tragedy and to suffering, aren't we? Because it makes us feel human. It makes us connect with those around us. It makes us appreciate those that we have um, more. So people going, yes, I get it. Um, People taking selfies. I think selfies mean something different to people i'm going to pick an age an arbitrary age i think selfies mean something different to people under the age of 28 than they do to to me i think it means something different and um uh you know as long as it's not you know someone there doing the hey here i am guy you know that kind of thing that is inappropriate but i think a selfie to the younger generation I, I just think it means a different thing to what it means to me and what it means to you. Yeah. You know, I don't think it is. It, 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 I don't think it's disrespectful. I would feel it's not something that would occur to me to do no, anyway. No, and I would feel weird about doing that in front of people because I would feel their judgment on me. But we're we're of an age. Yeah, we're of an age where it it doesn't mean. I mean, we felt weird. Go, uh, Malcolm. I will come to you in a minute. I promise. I can see you there in Nottinghamshire. I can see you. We felt weird going to where John Lennon was shot. Yeah. And um, very moving, much more moving than I expected. Really strange vibe. I mean, the Dakota is a very dark building anyway. Yeah, purposefully, they've built it to look gothic, haven't they? And we took a picture, and we justified it. We cheated and said we're we're taking pictures because this is where they film Rosemary's Baby. Yeah. Um, But I, I... I just, I just think, Mikey, who tweeted, no, it wasn't you, someone else who tweeted the self thing. I just think selfies mean something different to younger people. And it isn't that, you know, to me, a selfie is, hey, look, I'm here with these guys and we're having a great, you won't believe where we are. That's what it means to me. To someone who's 15, 22, and again, I I don't know what the cutoff point is, maybe some 30 somethings. It's a completely different thing. Yeah, it kind of marks, um, a, a sort of milestone, an occasion for yeah, them, just I to show so. that they w- they went. Yeah, I think so. I think so. So uh, my initial reaction when I saw the tweet about the selfies was knee jerk, 
but it's been percolating in the back of my head and um i would find it i would frown upon it i, I wouldn't do it myself but i, I couldn't i can't really judge i can't really judge someone doing it um malcolm Good evening, sir. Good evening, Malcolm. Always nice to talk to a Malcolm. That was my father's name, and it's always it always brings him to the forefront of my mind, so thank you for that. Yeah, you told me that the last time there we, go, you see. we spoke. There we go, you see. What we got for us, Malks? A couple of things. Yes, sir. I awoke this morning with a song in my mind. Oh. Was it Scrambled Eggs? <laughs> that's how Paul McCartney well, wrote yesterday. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Those were the, the false lyrics, weren't they? Yeah, Just yeah. So he could remember the... Yeah. It was, don't go down in the mine, Dad. How, I'll, I'll be honest, I've not heard it. How does don't go down in the mine, Dad? song. Oh, it sounds, it sounds a corker. How does it go? Um, <clears throat> don't go down in the mine, Dad. Dreams very often come true. Daddy, you know it would break my heart if anything happened to you. Go tell your, go tell my dreams to your mates, Dad, and as sure as the stars will shine, something is going to happen today, so Daddy, don't go down the mine. That's incredible. That's it's about a child's chilling. dream. Yeah. That is chilling. It's only 28 bars, but there's three verses yeah. to sort of t- pad the story out. Does he go down into the mine in the end? Well, we leave that's down to the listener, I suppose, to mm, make their own mind that up. Is, um, that is chilling, man. Thank you for that. But it was funny because it was like that delayed reaction. Yeah. When I was listening to you last night, I was thinking, there's got to be some don't go down <laughs> or don't go songs. Well done you for thinking about it. When most of the people that called in last night hadn't thought about it. So that's good news. Hey, you got anything else for us, Malcolm? Right, a song. Uh, sorry, a film. Yes. The Man Who Shot Liberty Valance. Yeah. If you know that one. Uh, now, that's that's an old one, isn't it? 50s, 60s, something like that. Who's in that's that? That's right. It's Lee Marvin. Lee Marvin, of course it is. Plays the Liberty Valance character. Yeah. And if I remember it, it's a long time since I've seen it. it I can't remember whether it's Cary Grant or John Wayne who's actually in it as well. But the idea is that somebody shoots the villain, Lee Marvin. Yeah. And the rest of the show, or the rest of the film, is sort of an investigation as to actually who fired the bullet. A little bit like um, The Simpsons, who shot Mr. Burns. Why did you not pick JR, who, the Dallas, who shot JR? Oh, I yeah. shot JR. I'm hanging the sign on the back of my car singing. You remember that song? No. That might have been the Wurzels, I think. Oh, Wurzels, I shot JR. Who, who did shoot Liberty Valance then, Malcolm? <laughs> it was either Cary Grant I, or John Wayne. It sounds to me like it could be a film that you perhaps need to watch a second time if you can't remember if it was Cary Grant or John Wayne. Yeah. <laughs> But the point is, if I saw the opening credits to it, yeah. you would immediately know oh. who did it. Oh! It's like an episode of Columbo. You see the crime taking place. Well, no, it's like reading a, it's like reading a detective story and looking at the oh, page first. Cheating. We don't, we don't like that. We don't. Did you, say, did you say you had a third thing, Malcolm? We've got 40 seconds. Right. Do you know there is a... I know you like Herb Alpert. Yes. Love there it. is a vocal version of Spanish Flea by Cathy Kirby. Malcolm, I'm going to cut you off. 
When we come back, I'm going to find that and play it, okay? Okay, thank T- you. Cheers, my dears. There is a vocal version of Spanish Flea by Kathy Kirby. When we came back, I was going to play I Shot JR. I think it was by the Wurzels. Remember that? That was massive. Who shot JR? That was the Poison Dwarf, wasn't it? Who shot him, I think. I'm speaking a foreign language. Was it not Pam? No, I don't think it was Pam. I think it was the Poison Dwarf. I don't even know who the Poison Dwarf is. But it was massive. Who shot you? I shot Jaya. I'm hanging a sign on my back of my car singing. 0344 Who shot Liberty Valance? Who shot JR? And supporting actors. And loads of other stuff, actually. It's turning into one of those shows. Late Nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Talk Radio. I'll tell you why Catherine Boyle is the best producer, bar none. I'm, I'm standing up for the show at the moment. I just said, standing up for the whole show is really tiring. And Kath went, yeah... Do you want a stool? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, late Nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Late Night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. The biggest circus came to town Was headed by the greatest clown And there were tigers and elephants Lions and kangaroos too Energy and a star quality too For a little Spanish flea Why he could do The most amazing tricks No flea had ever done before Knew that if they got their kicks Then everyone would stand And shout for more It seems that if you come from Spain Show business runs right your veins, and so our Spanish fleet climbed the heights, had his name up in lights too. Malcolm, was it Malcolm who told us about that? Yeah, if you Mal- want. Was it? Yeah, was it? Mm, yes, I think so. It was. Don't yeah. be, yes, thank you, Malcolm. That was well worth. <laughs> that was well worth it. That, how have I never heard that before? That was absolutely wonderful. And uh, honestly, guys, I, I cannot for the life of me work out why this show gets such bad listening figures when 
Where else is playing Kathy Kirby singing the Spanish Flea? Martin, I ask you, where? why is no one listening when we're playing stuff like that? Jesus. Martin! Ian, how are you doing, Paul? I'm doing very, very well, Martin. Are you um, hiding in, in a tiny box? <laughs> yeah, I'm parked up. I'm a lorry driver. I'm parked oh, up. hey, man, how are you doing? Where, where are you driving to tonight? I'm, uh, I'm in Telford tonight. I'm sorry to hear that. I, I hope things improve <laughs> soon. <laughs> right. I've got a couple of thumbs for you. You can only watch one. Yeah, go on, mate. What you got? Right. The usual suspects. Oh, yeah. well played. Of course. Of course. Yes. Um, the Kaiser Soche. That was the film that, br- that introduced, introduced most of us to Mr. Kevin Spacey, who is a marvellous uh, actor. And a trickster. Sorry? He was a trickster in that, Oh, in he? that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, he was a trickster. Is he still living Is he still living in England? Is he still the head of the Queen Vic? The I old Vic? No, I don't think so. Okay, good for him. Uh, what else you got, Martin? <laughs> um, Shutter Island. Now, I have never seen Shutter Island. I don't know anything right. about Shutter Island, but lots of people have suggested that on Twitter. By the way, guys, if you suggest it on Twitter, it don't really count. It's a phoning show, not a tweeting show. Um, sorry? I think Kevin Spacey does still live in London, England. Oh, good for him. Yeah. We'll, get, we'll get him on the show one night. I'll give him a ring. Um, but yes, no, Shutter I, I, Island. I Kevin Spacey. He's doing, he's doing House of Cards now, isn't he? Yeah, he's, he's, he's making... Um, he made a film a few years back about Bobby Darren that I'd like to have seen. Um, okay. Actually, I'd like to have seen that. Um, but I saw an island with Leonardo DiCaprio. Yep, I like Leonardo uh, DiCaprio. It, it, we watched, um, on the flight out, we watched Inception. Second time I'd seen it, but I didn't really remember it. And the first time you'd seen mm. it. I think he's a good actor. I love Inception. I love it. I think it's a great film. Yeah, there were big plot holes in it for me, but I did enjoy Mate, it. Mate, they're Aye. jumping inside people's dreams. This is ridiculous. Yeah, how did they know whose head they were in? Well, because of the they, the, they had the spinner to tell them when they were dreaming or not. What well, did you understand? Also, what were they sticking the drips in? Well, that bit we didn't know where the drips were going in. They just would stick these like tubes up their sleeves. Because they all seem to have the same dose. So yeah, what? No, I, I wonder don't know. what that was. But I know I enjoyed questionable that. science. Okay, questionable science. That's that's but a good film time. nonetheless. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, anything else, Martin? Any uh, any no, supporting? No, no. I really want a list. Uh, let's try and make a movie, right? That only stars supporting. Actors that are brilliant. So far, we've got Charles Grodin, Jeff Daniels, Nick Nolte. Someone, of course, has suggested, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Joe Pesci. Well, yes. I have Pesci. Is the, I, I, there is, I watched for the first time in years, about a year ago, My Cousin Vinny. Oh, God, it is a funny film. Forget about it. It's a, it is a, have you seen My Cousin Vinny, Martin? I have several times, and I've also been trying to get it again on. See all on Netflix and yeah. all these different things. No, it's not there. I, I can't find it. No, I can't find it. Anyway. It, oh, I I think it on Sky on Demand. Yeah. on all these different channels. I cannot find it. My cousin Vinny. I think Criterion. Criterion, who do wonderful, you know, um, prestige releases of, of classic films, do a double disc version of My Cousin Vinny because I would eat that up. Honestly, uh, it is so much funnier though. I didn't get it as a kid. As an adult, I was in his. Derek's Joe Pesci is wonderful in it. Ah, uh, he's good in everything, Joe Pesci, and he's good in, but he's a good fellow he's in as well as we hard man in it. Yeah, it? he's good. He's he's good. He's a brilliant supporting actor, Mr. Joe Pesci. Brilliant supporting right. actor. Okay. Thank you, Martin. Take care. Are, right. you, are you done? Dry? Are you are you parked up for the night now? I'm I'm parked up. I'm parked up. I'm um, I'm doing my, my load about half eight tomorrow morning. Dumping your load. Oh. 
<laughs> steady, steady, Martin. Thank you very much, mate. Cheers for calling. You know William H. Macy? Yeah. Right? Great supporting actor. Yes. He's a great actor, for a oh, stop, but he's just not attractive enough he's to be a great, lead. He's a great he? supporting actor. Because he's got character face. Yeah. His wife... Oh. He's also a brilliant supporting yeah, actress. Go on, who is she? Felicity remind, Huffman. She's in that I was seen. I've seen her in something. You'll have seen her in all sorts. Look, that one. But if you put a wig on William H. Macy, he'd look like um, her after smoking 100 cigarettes. No. He looks like Ned Flanders from uh, The Simpsons. Lot of controversy as to who was actually in and who actually killed Liberty Valance. Because, the filmmaker has won. Well, Malcolm said... It was, um, uh, who's the, who's the uh, English actor who took LSD? Cary Grant. Cary Grant. A lot of people, um, he wanted, imagine that, he, he, he wanted to make a film about a man who, his life is changed by taking LSD. God, I would have. Uh, should we have to do a Cary Grant? How does he talk? He says, uh, Judy, 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 Judy. my name is Cary Grant. No, no. My he... name. Oh. It's going to be a Frank Spencer. Let's, hang on a minute. Let's get, I, I must be able to do Cary Grant. Hang on a minute. Why has this show got no listeners? Cary Grant talking. Hang on a second. Cary Grant talks to himself. Here we go. <clears throat> All right, let's see if I should do Mr. Grant, please. You're running on the telephone. Mr. Grant, cabin four. Mr. Grant, cabin four, please. Hello? Yes? Hello? Hello? Yes? Listen, yeah. listen. There's listen. any way we can stop him right away. Yeah. Yes, listen. I'm Cary Grant. No, I can't do it. Um, you can always tell what kind of man, uh, what kind of person a man thinks you are by the earrings he gives you. You can always tell. No, that that that, that was already happened. Oh. Um, but they're it, similar, aren't they? Very, very, Funny. very, very similar. Very similar. So, so far, we have got um, uh, films you can only watch once. Uh, I want to make a movie that stars... Supporting actors only. That's what I want to make. And so far we've got Charles Grodin. Um, I'm glad we're getting rid of Eddie. Ed, there's a phone call. Get the phone, you muppet. Flipping it. I'm going to give him. Care. I'm going to give him hell to pay. I'm going to count the tea bags as well. Charles Grodin, Mr. Jeff Daniels, Mr. Nicholas Nolte, and Mr. Joseph Pesci, and Mr. H Macy, Mr. H Macy, of course. He's. Uh, what do you mean? He's there. Uh, so we're compiling a list. Of movies, uh, supporting movie actors, 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number. By the way, of course, you are welcome to... Co- Do none of those people want to come on that you spoke to, Ed? Ed, ignore them. You're producing this now. Uh, Do none of those people want to come on that you spoke to? No, get, get a phone call up. Get a phone call up. Got, get a phone call. Get a phone call. Get a phone call. Get a phone call. Who t- he just said to me, I thought we were doing the fraudsters. Who gave him permission to think? Well, you did tell him we were going to do one call and We are going to play. Um, you remember ages ago, um, I got a text from Barclays saying that £1,970 had been... Uh, someone had tried to take it out of my account. So I phoned up the number and... Um, and I, I got, yeah, I went through the whole process with a very, very nice young lady to the point where I entered my card into the pin sentry machine. I typed in the pin. I had the eight digit number and she said, give me the number. And I went, it's eight fourth. Am I, am I meant to give this to you? Yes. It's eight fourth. I, I suddenly feel very uncomfortable. And then she got a bit arsy mm-hmm. and I went, you're a scammer, aren't you? And she was. And, um, we phoned her up and we recorded it and we played it out on the air. Um, I got another text today. From Barclays, saying someone has tried to 
withdraw £1,970 from your thing. Phone this number. Oh and I got it one, just as I came into work about half six, and I said to Kath, Kath, we've got the scammers again. And we've got the scammers again. And we phoned them um, several times, and we recorded it. And I think you're going to like, I think you're going to like it, guys. Got a feeling. It's a little bit blue. Um, and, uh, and I... <laughs> it's very dramatic. You've bleeped it, haven't you? Yes, okay. but always when we approach things like this, I start to get very, very tense and think, did I get it all? It's a very, very funny call. Uh, it, it, me and Catherine hysterics in the booth as we did it. And I think we taught them a lesson. Yes, Paul! Now he's putting, now he's putting up four callers! What is going on with him? What is going on? Paul, he's put up four callers! <laughs> That's from, is that from Yogi or that's from the Flintstones that you've just done? Velma! Yeah. Okay, yeah, okay. Was it Will? Was it Will? It was Wilma, not Velma, wasn't it? Wilma! Yeah. <laughs> Who was Barney's wife? Because she was fit. Betty Rubble. Hey, Betty Rubble. Wowzers. Okay, this isn't the reason I've called in, but I'll say quickly what I've just thought. Yeah. Fred, Fred Flintstone and Wilma. Their, their marriage was rock solid, wasn't it? Well, you say that, they had separate beds. Yeah, they did. Oh, um, didn't Dino sleep with Fred Flintstone then? Well, um, only when he had a boner. Now! Oh. Hey, come on, guys! <laughs> okay. Yes, Paul! Okay. <laughs> you were talking about Robert... De oh, God, my head's right down. Oh. Yes. I swear I wasn't going to phone in tonight, but you do it every time night to me. Hooked. Okay. I call it moron fishing, but carry on. No, okay, well. <sighs> Bad Robert De Niro movies. No. That was one thing you were talking about a few minutes ago, wasn't it? You yes. have to agree. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes, it was, Paul, yes. Okay, right. Yes, De Niro, if you're listening, we're talking about you. Anyway... <laughs> He's listening, going. Oh, a bad, a, a really bad De Niro movie was called Dirty Grandpa. Yes. Have you ever seen that? Yes. With Zac Efron. Yes. That was just god awful. Yes, it was. Okay, at the beginning of the movie, as I remember, yes, he was a grieving grandfather. Yes, he was. Okay, and Efron's character walked in on him. Yes. Masturbating over porn. Yes. Three days after he became a widow. Well, these, you know, some people cope with grief in different ways, don't they? Yeah, but come on, Robert. Come on, Robert, you're cheering him on. Okay, how about, okay, right, De Niro doing a great boxing movie, yeah, Raging Bull. Yes. And Sylvester Stallone doing Rocky. Yes. Wait a minute, can we just retract? I don't really want to ask this question, but I have to. Yeah, go on. Paul, did you have a problem with his performance and. <laughs> What is <laughs> that Here's particular scene? No, what I is? still want to drink your, drink your bath water. Hang on, hang on, Paul. What's, what's the acceptable period between burying a partner and, and then masturbating? What is it? It's three days was obviously too soon for you. Is it a week? I don't know. I'm going to have to Google how long that is, one. How long is the, self, how long is the onanism just, gr grieving period? As long as you get home and shut the door. <laughs> as long as it's not at the funeral. <laughs> um, you'll be okay. 
Okay, the second De Niro, <laughs> bad De Niro movie that I've thought of. It'll be Carol Malone's show in, in April. We don't care, guys. We're, we're a warm-up okay. act. No wonder you're not going to get your show exactly, carried on, aren't you? Exactly, exactly. I thought Carol. I might have made a difference and kept you on air. No, mate, you're, you're the reason we're... Um, Nail and coffin, mate. You're yeah. the iceberg, we're the Titanic. <laughs> Continue. Oh. <laughs> when, I get, when I get buried, I don't want someone to do me up and make me look good. I'll just send me to the car wash. Oh, that's um. Really Sorry, yeah, okay, no, soured I just thought, the okay. mood. Okay, yeah, right. Another bad. Okay, De Niro did a great yes. boxing movie, yes. Raging Bull, yes. and Sylvester Stallone yes. did Rocky. Yes. Now, yes. do you know the movie that De Niro and Sylvester Stallone did together? That yes, was awful. I do because it was it was available to watch on the plane, but I didn't watch it. I can't remember the title of it. It's called Grudge Match. Grudge Match. Yeah. Now, just wrong. Yes, it was. Funny, I'll say a good, a good backup, a good backup actor. Yes, Danny DeVito. Thank you very. He's right. He is. He's actually right. DeVito. I like DeVito. Correct. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Craig, Matt, Christopher, stay there. Edmundo, you're going to press the button in the moment in the way that only way that you can do. Now we haven't got you for the rest. Come on, the microphone. We haven't got you for the rest of this week, have we? Because you're, no, you're no, doing I'm, John Holmes. I'm working with John. I'm so sorry. Thank you. Um, have we got you next week? Yes. So we got you all week next week, except Friday. Uh, and so thurs- next Thursday's your last day. I don't know. Yet. Wow. I mean. Guys, we want to get you a surprise present to say thanks. <laughs> well, when do we give it to you? I don't want to give it to you, then, then you turn up for work. Because uh, that's awkward, isn't I, it? I need to have a chat with the boss tomorrow about, uh, about that stuff. So I'll, I'll, I'll send a coded message through Kath <laughs> to you. you. Let us know, because I'm not going to start blowing up balloons until I have a date. Okay. <laughs> what, for the day after I leave, right? Yay! Yeah, <laughs> um, you, you weird no-toenail freak. <laughs> You are. We are. I'm going to miss you, Ed. 0344-499-1000. Late Nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Late Night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Thank you. We'll take these calls. Right, let's clarify the plan of action. Right, guys? We're going to clarify. We're, we're coming up with a, with a battle plan, all right? Catherine? Yeah. Ed? Ready. Here we go. The battle plan is now. Right? But it's subject to change. <laughs> if I forget again. Is... We've got Craig, Matt and Christopher, who I'm sure are going to be excellent calls. And all correct. And all correct, okay. Then we'll have a break. Then we'll play the scammers. Who are wrong. No. Are we, are we, agreed, are we agreed on that, Ed? Yep. And then we'll do the other callers after. No, oh, I don't know. It's a scam sandwich. <laughs> Calls of the bread, the scam is the bread. I'm going to say, if you, if you listen to, um, I, I, I still feel really bad about this. If you listen to me and Kath uh, on Keith and the Girl in the States, right, uh, what a thrill it was being on their show. I mean, genuinely, it felt so exciting walking in, and Kath was all the way there. Was well, I'm glad it's you doing it, not me. Yeah, and I was, we rocked I was up. Looking forward to watching. We rocked up, and there was a second microphone, and um, uh, one of the producers, Andrea, I think it was, said, if, "Right, if you, Ian, you sit there, Kath, if you sit there." And she, she, as she was sitting down, she went, "Oh no, 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 you don't want me here. It's just him, isn't it?" <laughs> 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 I had an idea they were going to ask you on, but I, I, I didn't know for sure, so I didn't. I kind of had an inkling, and um, during it, Kath came up with the best line of the hour, the best line of the week, and I'm, I genuinely, I feel bad because I spoke. Stop it! What are you no, about? I do. You I know- feel bad. It was bad comic timing on my part. I spoke over it, um, but it was, it was easily the best line. We were talking about we'd been to see the Mummy, the awful film starring Tom Cruise. It's terrible. And, and, I, and I, you I, said Tom Cruise is Jerry Maguire in everything. Yep, I'm keeping quiet. Yep. 
And I said, yeah, it was like, show me the mummy. It's a brilliant line. I mean, it doesn't bear with No, no, it does. It does. It's it's an absolutely brilliant line. Um, but And I like Tom Cruise. It was a terrible I film. I don't. I think he's too old for that. No, I, I, I do like it. No, he's, it's the second film he's ruined by being too old for a part. First one, mm-hmm. Vanilla Sky. Oh, no, the only reason you don't like Vanilla Sky... Because I've seen the original Spanish version, and the whole point of it... Because you're pretentious. I watched watched Vanilla Sky, then I watched the original Spanish version... Abre los ojos. Cronos homosexualis. No. And it's exactly the same film, except it's crappier film stock, so it looks cheaper. It is. And it's a lot slower. No. Yeah. And he is, like, 19, and so you can forgive him for being a bit of an idiot, right? When he's knocking on 40 and behaving like an idiotic 19-year-old, you just think, oh, he's just a plum. Get off. And he's doing it again in The Mummy. So stick that on your posters. He's doing it again in The Mummy. <laughs> he's in The Mummy. So this time he's nearly 60. And he's doing it again. And at he's, your age. he's suspiciously dark. Um, I mean, hair-wise, like Grecian. Matt! Which is excellent, by the way. <laughs> Matt! How are you doing, Matt? You're talking to me? Oh. <laughs> I don't see anybody else here. You're talking to me? I don't see anybody else here. I don't see anyone else here. You're talking to me? That is the worst De Niro. (laughs) You're telling me my films are rubbish? You're talking to me? Anyway, hello. Hang on a minute, hang on a minute. I think we can... You're talking to me? No, don't. I'm doing it. Shut up, I'm doing it. (laughs) You're talking to me? No. You're talking to me? I don't see no, 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 you, you, no. You're talking. It. You're talking to me. Go on, Kath. I've never even seen the film. Ready? Go on, Kath. You're talking to me. No, that's like you, a. Oh, that's like sh- a uh, shut up! I'm performing. Oh, sh- oh, shut up! You're talking to me. I don't see anyone else, so you must be talking to me. No. Oh, Why are you on, doing it? It's like, like an old man with no teeth. Because he is an old man. Are you talking to me? Friends. Here we go. All right, all right, all right. Let's do Pacino. You, you do Pacino first, Matt. Go on. Um, Pacino, oh God, um, I don't know any Pacino lines. I right. do. I well, know, go on, Kath. Kath. I, I know the uh, the Pacino noise. Go on. Hoo ha! <laughs> <laughs> Say hello to my little friends. <laughs> I want that, and you know it. What do you mean? Yeah. He does that. He goes. Yeah, I'll have a coffee. Okay. What do you mean? <laughs> that was very good, Ian. My um, good. my friend That's Mackenzie good. was in a film with um Al Pacino. I think it may have been... uh, Yeah, he was. I think it may have been Merchant of Venice, but don't quote me on that. And he did a scene with um, Al Pacino. He had several scenes. I think he was like in sort of Al Pacino's posse in the film. Uh And um, uh, halfway through a take... What was... Was he Shylock? I don't know. It may, not, it may not have been Merchant of Venice. Google Mackenzie and... and, and if you s- cut me, do I not bleed? Hoo-ha! <laughs> Google what film they're in together. Uh, uh, they're in a film. And halfway through a take, so it's action, they're through a take. And halfway through it, right, Pacino's is doing, his, Pacino's doing a speech. Mackenzie's just behind him to his right. And, Mac- and Pacino's doing his line. And then he goes, What are you doing? You're twirling the hat all the time. Twirl in the hat! Keep the hat still! And it was Mackenzie's, like, um, character's little tick. He had a little tick where he would stand there nervously holding a hat. And he goes, What are you doing? <laughs> All the time! Twirl in the hat! My God, it was the Merchant of Venice. I need to see that. That's going to be... I've there. never seen it. But what are you doing? And, and Machino told him off in, uh, in front of everybody. <laughs> But he's quite ticky when he acts, isn't he, Pacino? Yeah, I think I think Pacino was was uncomfortable because Mackenzie's a tiny fella, but he towered over uh. him. Um, anyway, Matt, what did you call in for? I called in about films that you can only watch once. Yes, sir. There's one which you can only watch once because it's so 
deeply upsetting. Yes. Um, but it is an amazing film, and I don't think many people have seen it, but it's called Kajaki. Kajaki? Have you seen it? K-A-J-A-K-I. Kajaki, no. What is it? It's, um, uh, it's about um, a group of British soldiers in Afghanistan <laughs> who go into a minefield by accident. Sweet yeah, it is. I had to watch it with subtitles because a lot of the actors in it are deeply, deeply Scottish. Oh, um, okay. <laughs> um, but it is one of the most powerful and upsetting films I've ever seen, and I can't bring myself to watch it again. So, okay, we uh, can put, we'll put we'll uh, put Jackie on the list. Yes, thank you. Yes, yeah, that was it. That's it. Oh. Uh, and also, thank you very much for New York. You are lovely and oh. brilliant, and it was great. And I love you, and I hope your um, show does not take get taken over by somebody called Carol. Am I hearing? Home Alone with Carol Malone starts on March the 22nd, 2018, guys. No, that's not true, though, is well, it? Well, I don't... Listen, I've not heard that, but I've just got a vibe. Because <laughs> the listening Carol figure... Malone? I've never heard of Carol Malone. Exactly, Malone. Matthew. What, 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 why? Who, exactly. When, thank you, thank you, thank you. Christopher! Ooh. Hello, Chris, are you there? I'm there. Okay, I'm we there. had... Um, did you hear um, Glenn Tilbrook on the show the other week? No, I didn't hear that, actually. Yeah, that's your loss. That's your... Hey, yeah. you'll know this. Do you know a singer called John Stace? Oh, uh, Let me try I another name. Let me yeah. try another name. Do you know a singer, not the Bob Dylan song, a singer called John Wesley Harding? Joe, it's like, uh, it's there in my brain somewhere. Because we saw him live last week. Stephen Page was supporting him. And me and Kath are thinking, um, they've got the billing the wrong way round. He was, he's a British guy. He lives over in the States. He was all right. He was all right. Harmless. But, uh, but, um, the, the Americans were wild for him. And the people, the couple that we were sharing the table with said, well, once when we saw him, um, uh, he, he, he did an encore and Bruce Springsteen was the special guest. So he's like, what? he's big and he's British, but I've never heard of him. Yeah. No, I, I it's on the tip of my brain, but, uh... Okay, well, yeah. don't, don't trouble right. your brain too much, uh, Big Chris. What you got yeah. for us, man? I've got a conspiracy theory, oh, right? Oh, at last. This is what we want. Have you... Well, Hugh Cornwall of the Stranglers. Sorry? Hugh Cornwall of, of the, the Stranglers. Stranglers. yes, yes. Right. And Kevin Spacey. Have you ever seen them in the same room together? No, because I, they're one's from a 70s punk band. One's a, a big movie star that had a real big success, kind of like late 90s, early 2000s, and now is head of the old Vic. So I don't think their paths Ian, would cross. Ian? Yes? Ian? Huh? But he has a point, doesn't he? Actually, I don't know what your point is, Christopher. I forgot I'm supposed to be agreeing with everybody. Yep. But yes, you do. Please continue, Evo play. Well, the, the point being that I think they are, in fact, the same person. I think you're right. If you if you look at the two of them closely, mm. um, very similar facial features, mm-hmm. you know, uh, quite kind of dark hair. Um, yeah, I think and both men, the same person. Yeah, both men. Dogs have got penises, big, beautiful penises. When they take their clothes off and run, they slap on their thighs. Okay, big, beautiful penises. Kevin Spacey's big, beautiful penis. And Hugh Cornwell, big, beautiful penis. Together for the first time. Wow, that escalated, didn't, didn't it? Didn't it just? Yeah. Didn't it just? Didn't it I mean, I've never seen I've never seen their penises. So in the same room. I, I think I think that's I think that's that holds the key to this uh, this whole theory. Hey, man, how's life going for you, Chris? We don't we um, used to speak a lot on another radio station, and we speak infrequently here. How's life going? Is it all right? 
Uh, it's, it's too hot. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad yeah. that's, that's all you got going wrong with you. Then you're you're okay. Now we got. Now we came up with a plan earlier. Ed's going to remind us what the plan was. The running order plan. The plan is yes. Well, take those three calls. The plan. The plan was. The plan was yes. take three calls. Yep. And then we'll do the half past little trailer break yep. thing. And then we'll play the fraud stuff. Those calls went on longer than I expected. Mm-hmm. Mostly because of you going on about people's private parts. Hey, listen, guys, we've all got penises, men I and women, boys and girls, children, babies, dead people. Even Jesus had a penis. Even the Queen's had a penis. So we've all got penises. I'm not embarrassed about my penis. You shouldn't be embarrassed about your penis, I'm Catherine. Embarrassed about your penis. Don't be embarrassed about my penis. Don't be embarrassed about your penis. Penises. It's just penises. It's where babies come from. All right? So there's no shame in it. Okay? Right? Um, so you just, oh, penis, get penis out of my face and all this stuff you were saying when i broke into your hotel room by accident last week by accident i was delusional i had jet i had jet lag and i thought is that, that is that what the problem was I, well it was very cold you had the air conditioning on for i had jet lag and i thought that i was three floors up and um five doors down i don't know you know so you can't so what i'm saying is could you please 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 drop that um complaint you've made to the boss about sexual harassment I was, it was a jet lag. Please. Can you just stop saying penis? <laughs> we'll take the break, we'll talk to Craig, then we're going to hear from the scammers. Late night, Ian Lee. On air and off the On Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Let's be having you, Craig. Evening, Ian, evening, Kath. Hello. So, you're going to have to admit you were wrong yesterday. Yes, I will. Because, uh,. My Cousin Vinny is a 1990s film. That was yesterday's phone-in, I must interject. He's right, yeah, though, it's a 1990s film. OK. So he's admitting that yesterday you were wrong. Yes, I am, Craig. Um, t- two series of films. Craig, can I ask you something? Yeah? Can I ask you something? Okay. It's, it's not satisfying when he has to agree with you, is it? No, that's probably why you don't have the phone calls yet. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we've only had ten Plus phone calls. Plus the fact he yeah. keeps saying the show's going to end, so everyone's And he keeps talking it. about his... Oh, fella. Hmm. Yeah, it's a shame. Horrible, isn't it? Yeah. Anyway, carry on. The Saw movies, only worth watching once. Yes. And the Final Destination movies. Yes. No, the Saw movies, no. Do you know what? Yes, you're right. (laughs) Obviously, but... But I would, um, I would enjoy watching Saw 1, 2 and 3 with you. I've never seen them. The the, The first one is brilliant. It's the law of diminishing returns. I, I've got a soft spot for the second and the third ones. After that, they're just pointless. Tell them why you would particularly enjoy watching it with me. Because you cut your pants. Mm. <laughs> That's why. I'm very jumpy. I'm the, a very jumpy person. The first one's a great film, actually. Isn't it, it Greg? Would you agree or disagree? Because I'll uh, agree with badly, you. I disagree. I don't like... I didn't no. like the saws. No, do I. I think they're rubbish. I didn't have any... You know, I didn't care about the people in it. No. So uh, I didn't care who was dead or pretending I agree. or what. I agree totally, actually. You're right. And Rip Torn. It's a good uh, Yay, we'll have Rip Torn. Oh, we'll have Rip Torn. Of course we will. Thank you, Craig. Excellent. Tutty bye. So, about, I don't know, six months ago or something, um, I got uh, a text message from Barclays saying, someone has tried to take £1,970 from your bank account. Phone this number. I phone the number and you go through the security process. Enter your card number, enter enter your... and I got a little bit suspicious when it said enter your PIN, your your online, your your phone banking. And I never know what my phone banking PIN is, so I just entered four zeros, um, and it went, "We'll take you through." Okay. Um, 
Got talking to a really nice lady, and uh, talked for about 15 minutes, and I put my card into the pin sentry machine, and I nearly gave her the eight-digit number. Bearing in mind, she had my name, my address, because I'd given her all this. My name, my address, my bank account number, um, my date of birth, and I was about to, with all of that information, and if I'd given her the eight numbers, she could have logged into my bank account, siphoned off all of my five pounds that savings that's in there. Um, and just as I was about to get the number, I went, I feel a little bit uncomfortable about this. And she got a bit arsy and I realised it was a scam. And, blah, 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 blah. and we, we came in and we phoned her and we, we, we recorded it. And phoned and, her several times. Several times, yeah. And I've had it a couple of times since, that number, same number, same figure. It's 1,960 or 970, something like that. Um, and I, I came in to work today early, said hello to James and Ash. And as I was talking to Kath, text came up, went, oh, you won't believe who's just texted me. It's the scammers. Same number. Same telephone number to call. And we immediately dove into a recording booth to record. Now, you're going to listen to this. I'm hoping this is the censor version. So am I. Ed, finger near the dump just in case, okay. but I think I got them all. Um, we phoned up and I had a bit of sport with the lady that answered. And then there were several... Well, this is what happened. Have a listen. Okay, so had um, a text message from the fraudsters again, the Barclays fraudsters. Here we go. Thanks for responding to our message. Thank this you. This is very important Tell and will me. only take a few moments. Okay. Please enter your six-digit sort code beginning with two zero. I'm just going to enter a load of numbers. One, two, three, four, five, six. There we go. Please enter your eight-digit account One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Let me check that. Okay. Thanks. Thanks. Now I need to take you through our security. One, Please two, three, four. There we go. Sorry. Please hold while I put you through to an advisor. Here we go. Listen to these shameless thieves. Hello, good evening. Hello. Team, how can I help you? Yeah, I wonder if you can. I just had a really alarming um, text saying that um, just under £2,000 of money has gone out from my account, and I just wondered what we could do about that, please. Right, if I can have your name there, please, sir. I've checked today's schedule of system alerts and customers that we've contacted here today. Thank you. Yeah, my name is Ian Lee. Elderly? That's correct, yeah. Right, thank you, Mr. Lee. Bear with me one moment. Thank you. It's really worrying, isn't it? Two, I mean, two grand goes, that's, um... Will you be able to get it back for me, do you think? Right, I can see, Mr. Lee, we've contacted you here. It's just to the payments verification department here at Barclays. Yeah. And what has happened... Uh -huh. There was an attempted debit card purchase to the Amazon online store for £1,976. Oh, God, no! Security. No, what happened? Oh, this is um, awful! I can't afford that. We've just had a new. We've just had a new baby. I can't afford to lose two grand. This is terrible. No, this is awful. I can't afford to lose two grand. We got the baby and everything. I can't afford to lose two grand. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm so upset. Can we get that money back? No, Mr. Lee, please calm down. Um, if you. 
heard me, it was an attempted debit card. Oh, we've got, we've just had a new baby, oh, yeah. baby Liam, and I can't afford to lose two grand. What am I going to tell my wife? My wife's going to kill me. Can you help? Um, b- b- bear with me, bear with me one moment. Thank you. <laughs> Baby. Right, um, m- m- Mr. Lee, sorry, um, c- could you just re- um, repeat that again? Just we've, I've just we've just had a new baby, and I can't afford to lose two thousand pounds. We're barely making ends meet as it is. Can we get that money back? If you calm down, it was an attempted debit card purchase. Oh, thank and it failed for that. It was verified by Visa when verified by Visa asked for further information. Oh, thank, thank so, God for you, that. Yeah, she. You've actually come through to the verification uh, department. Bear with me. Oh, thank the holy shit for that. That's incredible. Oh, God. Thank you. Thank you. So they haven't got the money? No, what what happened to it failed security when verified by Visa asked for further information. Fantastic. And we're, contacting, we're contacting you to confirm that, sir. I'm not sure if you're familiar with verified by Visa. No, I'm not. In that case, no, I would not like to verify that transaction. That definitely wasn't me. That was fraudsters. I hate fraudsters. Right, Mr. Lee, well, what we, well, what, have you got an account with Amazon at all? Yes, I do, yeah. Right, and you've not bought anything from them in the last 24 hours? Well, I bought some, um, I bought some, well, I have bought something from them, but it's a bit embarrassing. Right, no, um... That's fine. So have you got Butt plugs. with them? Yes, I bought I bought sexual aids from them recently. That wouldn't be that, would I it? Ne- Can't believe I'm saying this to you. I've bought no, marital aids. Um, Butt plugs. I've 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 bought uh, because since the baby, things in the bedroom department aren't. I can't believe I'm telling you this, uh, but yeah, yeah, things haven't been going great in the bedroom department. So my wife and I have bought some marital aids to try uh, from Amazon to try and spice things up a bit. That wouldn't be this, would it? We will need to do is investigate with our security aftercare team. Well, we, okay, we've been, we've bought vibrators, we bought two vibrators, some butt plugs, and, um, do you know love beads? Hello? Right, so how, how much, how much was this search? We obviously nowhere near that. Well, it was over, we spent... No, it was over. It was well over a thousand pounds on sex toys. What do you need from me? How can how can we sort? I can't believe I've told you this. I mean, and this is strictly between right. us, isn't it? You don't pass this on right, to anyone. Uh, right. Obviously, um, obviously, you haven't authorised this action. No, I haven't authorised so that one. No. Wouldn't spend two grand on sex toys. To I'm not a pervert. We, we, we need we need to decline this okay. and investigate the matter further. Let's do it. We use electronic verification in this department. It's the most secure method okay. of identifying you. Obviously, in case until we see 
how much information the love beads are incredible yes and exactly how yep so for that you'll need your card reader or your mobile app got the card reader here yeah one of those for me yeah that's fine. If you could pop your card into the reader, Mr. Liam Press identify. Popping it in that now. Relaying eight-digit identification. Identify. It's asking for my PIN. I don't tell you my PIN, do I? You, you, no, that's nope. confidential. Okay. If you enter your um, PIN and press identify, that will relay okay. eight-digit. Let me just enter that. Number. One nine six nine. Okay, Yep, I've got the eight-digit number. If I could have that, please. Am I supposed to give you the eight-digit number? I thought that um, I was supposed to keep that a secret. That's an eight-digit verification yeah. number, sir. Yeah. I-, I thought I was not supposed to share that with anyone. Hello? Right. This is an identification yeah. number. So it's okay to share it with you? It's okay to share that eight-digit number with you? They've gone. Let's call them back. It'll be the same woman. It'll be the same woman. Welcome to Barclays. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. One, two, three, four. Please hold while I put you through to an advisor. <laughs> Hello? Hello, this is Lady Clips of the Barkers for Making Revolution. Tim Barkers speaking. How can I help? Yes, I wonder if you can help. I've just had a text message um, saying that someone's taken some money from my account and I'm rather concerned. Okay, um, can I just take your full names, please? I can check the notes in your account. Yes, my name is Ian Lee. I was just speaking to, um, uh, uh, one of your, Ian Lee, I was just speaking to one of your female colleagues, colleagues about love beads and we got cut off. Oh, sorry about that. Ian Lee? Yeah. Just get me one second. Yeah. You've been placed on hold. Please wait. Hello? Hello? You've been placed on hold. Yeah, haven't we? Please wait. Let me have your phone. We're going to... You've been placed on hold. Please wait. Okay, dokie. Okay. I'm going to call them on yours. So I think they're trying to... Uh, one, seven, zero, one, one, four... text message saying that someone's taken some money out of my account and I just wanted to check with you and see if there's something you could do, please. Right, if I can have your name there, please, madam. I'll check today's schedule of system alerts and oh. customers that we've contacted here today and I can help you further. Okay, yeah, it's Kelly Betts. That B-E-T-T-S? Yes, yeah, that's right. Right, thank you, Miss Betts. One moment. 
I'll just check just stay scheduled. It'll take me a moment or two. I'll just put you on a hold there. You've been placed on hold. Please wait. You've been placed on hold. Please wait. Hello, Martin. You're live on talk radio. How do you sleep at night, you thieving little? You've been placed on hold. Please wait. Welcome to Barclays. Thanks for responding to our. I hung up there. Please hold while I put you through to an advisor. <laughs> Yes, I was just asking how you sleep at night, you snivelling, thieving little sh. Let's <laughs> give him one more call. Because I'm enjoying myself far too much. Welcome to Barclays. Thank you. Please. <laughs> they don't answer. They won't answer. Please hold while I put you through to an advisor. I'd like to confront her. Different one. Hello, good evening, Barclays Payments Verification Team. Can I help you? Yes, I wonder if you can. I was wondering if you could tell me how you sleep at night, you thieving little stain on the of humanity. You disgust me, woman. (laughs) Wow, she got in both barrels. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Well, that happened earlier on today. We'll put that out as a special podcast. Honestly, those people get me so angry because I fell for it. First time, fell for it. And it was only right at the last minute. If I'd have given them the eight-digit number, which you heard them um, asking for there, um, access your bank account, take all your money out and it will be hard to claim that money back probably not impossible but it would be tricky um and, and i consider myself a, a um you know a fairly intelligent guy i did a local radio show for four years god we talked about scams all the time uh, but i almost fell for it and i think those two voices you heard there that lady and that gentleman um i'm glad we got them back because they, they obviously got wise to our phone numbers but um i think they're, they're absolute scumbags they're thieves they're thieves and they are thieves um, who are pre- pre- well, not even preying on the, the weak and the vulnerable, preying on everybody. They are thieves and they are scumbags and they disgust me, you know, absolutely disgust me. No morals whatsoever. They're on there on the phone lying to people and I think it's outrageous. So I'm more than happy to talk to them about sexual aids and um, then call them the C word. <laughs> Listen, it's not clever. It's not sophisticated, but um, it made me laugh. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Good evening, Jack. Hello. I'm fine, thanks, Jack. How you doing, man? You're right. I'm good, sir. Thank you very much for asking. What you got for us? I got uh, a film you can only watch once. Yeah, go on. I was thinking it's a fantastic film, but Arrival. Oh, now is that the one with the black orbs that appear in yeah. in the sky? 
Yes, that's the one. Yeah, you're right. It, it, it's a great film. I wasn't sure if I was going to like that. Um, but, um, it wasn't at all what I imagined it was going to be. You know, it's very ponderous and thoughtful and intelligent. I thought it was superb, that film. Yeah, fantastic. But, but you're just left wondering the whole time. It's yeah, brilliant. totally. My voice went, yes. Um, but you're right. And uh, with no spoilers, guys, because it's, it's a fairly recent film, but you're right. It is a movie that, well, mm. do you know what, actually? I could watch it a second time. Even though you've got the reveal, it would be kind of nice to see how it links up if you if you catch my it would be, um, be like a, a slightly different film the yes. second time it's like two different films that are, in fact in fact do you know what? i'm not going to allow arrival just because i'm being strict jack but if we ever do a phone in films you can only watch twice then <laughs> <laughs> then arrival is going to be at the top of that list i promise you <laughs> But you said yesterday you were going to agree with anything oh, I said. Oh, Cass not here to remind me. I'm so sorry. No, you're <laughs> absolutely right, Jack. Uh, Arrival is a film you can only watch once, and I completely and wholeheartedly... I find this bit of it so hard. I completely <laughs> and wholeheartedly agree with you on that. Yes, that's a great point. Thank you very much. <laughs> Glad you agree. Any other points? Have you got any actors? I really want to make this movie of supporting uh, actors. So far, we've got Charles Grodin, Jeff Daniels, Nick Nolte, Joe Pesci, William H. Macy, Danny DeVito, and Rip Torn. i got no one for you. I am so sorry. <laughs> no, I've got to think, it's, it's blokes. It's all, it's, all, um, it's all white blokes. I wonder if there, are, there, there must be... Um, there must be some women. We must be able to compose. Jack, uh, if you've got nothing else, I shall let you go. What are you, what are you doing, Jack, up on a Tuesday evening at five minutes to twelve? Listen to your show, of may, course. May God bless you, sir. Can you believe that <laughs> there are literally you and literally eight other people listening to the show? I don't get it. Is this not mainstream? I don't understand it. That's mainstream to me. <laughs> Jack, thank you very much, mate. I appreciate your call. I appreciate your time. I appreciate your listenership. This is um, Late Nights with Ian Lee. I want to change the name of the show to The Late Night Alternative. And I'm talking to the bosses about it. I think The Late Night Alternative would be a good name for the show. Um, okay, so so supporting actors. They're all blokes we've got so far. Seven blokes. Um, oh, here we go. She's um, just She's just done a new film. Um... Oh, what's her name? Um, you know, the lady. She's 71 now. The lady. She's, um, Diane Keaton. Diane Keaton. She's good. I like Diane Keaton. Actually, she's in a new film. Here's the thing. This is slightly geeky. Bear with me. She's in a new film called Hampstead about a man who, um, gets some land uh, he, get, he claims like squatters' rights, and then the owner doesn't turn up, and he gets to keep the land. Now, going to say something that will mean something to about eight percent of you. Is that film based on Rainbow George? Because there was um, a, a caller that used to phone me up, not very often, but used to phone me up, but would phone Clive Bull up and other radio stations. Rainbow George is one of the names he went under. Friends with Peter Cook, and he squatted in an old townhouse in Hampstead. And he squatted, and the, the, I think the law is something like, if you squat in a property and the owner doesn't turn up for 20 years, maybe it's 25 years, you get to keep the property. And he, he got the property. I can't remember what the name of the law is. Um, and he got to keep the property. And I think he sold it for like two million quid. 
And um, he was a strange character. He's still around, I think, Rainbow George. I heard him on um, another radio station under the name of Lucas or something. And he started a political party. Some of you will know who I'm talking about, and some of you are going, what? But one of those wonderful characters that uh, used to inhabit, and I'm trying to tempt all these people out, but used to inhabit late night radio. When I say character, I mean a proper, interesting, British eccentric. Had some very unusual ideas about politics, very unusual ideas um, about property, and was really good friends with Peter Cook. Peter Cook used to go around his house and get steaming drunk, and Rainbow George constantly had a cassette recorder running in his house. Clive Bull went to his house once, he told me, and there were just piles of cassettes, you know, just everywhere, literally, piles of cassettes everywhere. And I just wondered, I heard um, um, Diane Keaton on uh, Radio 4 talking about um, this film Hampstead, and I just thought, I wonder if that's about Rainbow George. There can't have been two people in Hampstead who squatted and then got the rights to own it. Can they? I'll have to do a little bit of research. Maybe you'll know the answer. Another hour of this whimsy to go, dear listener, the show to which no one listens to. I don't know why. This seems like mainstream to me. 0344 499 1000. Do stick around. When we come back from the news, I will let you know what we're talking about. Late nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Talk Radio. Hey, thanks for all the kind words on Twitter about that um, scamming phone call. Uh, I'm glad you enjoyed it. 0344 499 1000. You can watch on Periscope, by the way. If you go to periscope.com. TV, is it? Slash Ian Lee. Uh, then you can watch and see my short hair. I've had a haircut. Late Nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Late Nights, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. It was the Wurzels, rocking out. Absolutely rocking out. That was a big hit. Wow. It was the Wurzels. I've never heard that before, but I am significantly younger than you. You are. 1980. Was Only when, three. Um, here's the thing, right? Now, I, I may have got my chronology wrong, but I think to cash in on... Because uh, shooting jail was a huge thing. It's, it's hard to, it's to, to remember. It's easy to forget. Easy to remember? Easy to forget, hard to remember. 
How big? Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. By the way, how big? Um, Dallas was. Yeah. And JR getting shot was a huge thing. But no, it did happen afterwards. Crossroads did a similar thing. No, they never. Yeah, they did. I can't remember the name of the did old guy. Diane. No, I can't remember the name of the old guy that used to run the Crossroads Motel with the moustache. No, that was Adam Chance. Yeah. Um, it was a slimy little SH1T. No, there was an old guy with grey hair. He may have been Meg Mortimer's husband. I don't know. But I used to like him. I used to remind me of my granddad in the way that when you're six and seven, people on TV take on a strange kind of relationship with you. I know what you mean. Um, and um, he got killed. I remember watching it. He got killed. He got, he, he got shot or killed or something. And it was the most... I must, it must have been, been 1981, so I was about seven or eight. It was the most horrific thing... I had ever seen, and I was terrified um, of this. I can't remember the guy's name. Shuey McPhee was in it, of course, the chef. Benny. Benny, the British Mike Nesmith. Let me stay on I've done a white wee wee. No, he never said that. Yes, I'm sure he did. M- Miss Diane, the local bike. Um, and then there was. Um, who was the dap? Oh, it's about chocolate. There was. Um, like the Dappy couple, they were like the the Brian and uh, Brian and Gail Tilsley of it. They were they were. The, she had a bit of a bowl cut, and he was thick. I barely remember it. Um, it was strange crossroads, strange old show. There was the Sandy in the wheelchair. Remember Sandy? Mm, just about. Um, it's supposed to be in Birmingham. It was in Birmingham. It was it was at a motel, Crossroads Motel in Birmingham, and um, yeah, it was. Um, uh, there was a guy in it called Jr. I'm going to say J.R. Hartley, but of course it wasn't. No. It was, it was a man who like was J.R. J.R. something. And he was going to buy the hotel. J.R. People call him J.R. And he was a bit of a dick. Yeah. Um, but Crossroads are strange. And they got rid of it. And then, of course, they tried to bring it back, which is always the worst thing you can do with those things. Just let them be. El Dorado. Well, wouldn't it be great? That was peak soap. Wouldn't it? Marcus. 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 And then there was, oh, Blake. She used to hate him, didn't she? It would be nice. This is what would be nice, right? They should do... um, We talked about this with Brookside. They should do Mm one-offs. One-off on Brookside. One-off El Dorado. One-off of Albion Market. (gasps) One-off of Crossroads. My neighbour, when we still lived in Manchester, was a carpenter. What, Richard or Karen? No, Derek. And he... He was their lesser talented uh, brother. <laughs> an actual carpenter. And he worked on the set for the Albion Market mm. at Granada. And I remember him bringing me back loads of sweets. Yeah. Oh. Slightly, like, they'd gone a little bit white. Of course they had, yeah. yeah. Sweets from the set in an Albion Market carrier bag. <laughs> uh, they should do, yeah, any other forgotten soaps? Um, well, well, Triangle wasn't really a soap. That was kind of, that was a that was a drama about, um, wasn't it a drama about the ferry, ferry. between, like, um, it wasn't even Dover. It was like Folkestone and... and or Harwich. It was, yeah, it was Harwich and, and um, somewhere weird. And, and it was all filmed, it was really grey, wet, and there's a very famous, Larry Lamb. Kate O'Mara. Kate O'Mara, uh, sunbathing in a bikini. As if she was in Saint-Tropez. But like, it's in the greyest, the greyest skies you could ever imagine. Um, another one that wasn't a soap opera, but was trying to copy the American, um, glamour. Um, Howard's Way. Oh. Sunday night viewing, Jan, Jan Harvey with her little sideburns. Um, do you remember how the theme tune went? 
Da, da, da. Do you remember the version with words? Howard's no. way. Always there. <laughs> Your love is always there. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, 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 dun. Your da, da, love da, da, is da, always da, there. Da. Um, that was that Sunday. Always, that always meant that it was time to go home from my grandma's and it was school in the morning. Sunday night. And it was that real thing of trying... There was... There was um, uh, there was Jan Harvey with the sideburns because my everyone wanted the the sideburns that she had. There was there was Howard, but then there was that there was that grisly old drunk man. Remember the old drunk? Yeah, go just go away, leave me alone, Dad. You're drinking too much. Oh, bugger off! This is going to sound like a diss, but it's not. Yeah, go on. The acting in Howard's way was a lot like the Archers. Yeah, yeah. In that there was always a guy who spoke like that. Yes. And there was a lot of heavy breathing. You're going to have to help me with this. They tried. Um, they tried to do a similar show to um, uh, Howard's Way called Jockey, which didn't really take off. What was that about? I'm not sure. I only know because Davy Jones was in it as a jockey. Oh. Um, but um, no, I'm not really sure. So, soaps are a weird thing. Falcon I, Crest. I beg your pardon. Do you remember that? Falcon Crest. I was never a big fan of the American. Was it Falcon Crest? That was was that now was that a spin-off of Dynasty? No. Dynasty had a spin-off. Yes, it did. And that, oh God, what was that? The Carringtons. The Carringtons. The Carringtons. And the Colbys. Oh, the Colbys. Uh The Colbys was the spin-off, wasn't it? Um, I was more of a dynasty than a Dallas girl. I used to play that with my Barbies. Here's the thing. I, bizarrely, remember, I remember it because I had to crouch down beside my mum. The video, no, it was on the, I I taped the last five minutes of the episode of Dallas when Bobby Ewing got killed. He got run over, I think. He Mm. steps out in the road and Pam goes, Bobby, and he goes, oh. And I taped it. And that must have been, I'm guessing that was 80, we'd moved by then. So I was, I would say 83, 84. I was was 12, 13. And I taped it because I remember thinking, well, this is going to be a real historic television moment i'd like to keep this oh you knew i'd like to keep this so i can i can view it again and again <laughs> you didn't realize they're about to top it <laughs> by some mile i don't know um mark's on the line good evening mark hi you know great sporting actors yeah oh we, we, we're trying to have Catherine. you were out when this we, we've got we've got a cracking list we are trying to get more women so far we've added diane keaton um, it could be argued she's a leading lady. Yeah. Yeah. Some of these people have been leading ladies. Go on, uh, Mark, who you got? Well, i got Harvey Keitel. Oh, Keitel, of course. Basically, anyone that's been in a film with De Niro's in his shadow. Oh, I've got one then. You go on. Because I always mix these two up. Keitel and Sam Wanamaker. Sorry? Wanamaker. Who's Sam Wanamaker? Zoe Wanamaker's dad. But he's a director, isn't he? No. Is He's in films? Yeah. Hang on, Mark? Yeah, Wanamaker, he's a director, isn't he? He's a director. You're yeah, Sam Wanamaker's sure. her Maybe her I've husband. mixed him up to the point where I think he's Harvey Keitel. Yeah, no, Sam Wanamaker's her husband, and he was a theatre director. He used to direct at the Donmar Warehouse, and now he's a movie director. I think he directed a Bond film. Didn't he direct um, the one where um, Craig David shoots that woman after drinking a whiskey? It's a shame to spoil the whiskey. He's been in films. No, he's a director, mate. Well, he is as well. Yeah, thank you. I t- all right, I tell you what again, and, and and this is Mark. You let me know if you can accept this one, okay? Because I'm, I'm I'm unsure. Certainly has been a lead actor, but I think he's better as a supporting actor. James Coburn. Yeah. Would you allow that, Mark? Really. This is your that's call. A hard one. Yeah, it's your call. If, if you say yes, he goes on. If you don't, I he doesn't. Say, 
James Coulter, definitely a lead actor. Okay, Not fine. It does, beautiful, fine. I was unsure. You've clarified it in my mind. Catherine's champing at the bit. She wants to um, correct us on something. No, it's fine. I'll let it go. But Sam Wanamaker was an actor and director. No, well, no, he's, so he's you know. no. Just so you know, he's not. He's a director yeah. who's done a little bit of acting. Wow. Well. He, he go on, Mark. Do you want to hear the other one? Yeah, go on. Robert Duval. Oh, yes, come on, Duval. No one mentions Duval anymore. Great no, actor. Yeah. You look at his films, The Godfather, Apocalypse. All right, uh, yeah. I've, I've got an actor, and I, I'm trying to remember his name. Hang on a second, I'm trying to remember this guy's name. He's dead now, he died, well, oh God, there's two of them. It, 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 he's dead now, he died very young. I remember him most, got it, Bruno Kirby. Do you know Bruno Kirby? No, I don't know. Bruno Kirby, he plays the driver in Spinal Tap, but he's also popped up. I, uh, he, I know who you mean. Yeah, he was. He's been yeah. in a few things. He's de- he died really young. I think he got cancer. He died really young, but he was a great actor, supporting. Yeah, it's a shame that I didn't know he died young. He no. died young, and I tell you another fella that died young who was absolutely brilliant. He's in. Um, my second favourite film of all time, and he's in the Godfather movies, um, but my second favourite film of all, all time is Dog Day Afternoon. Al Pacino, and I can't remember the actor's name. The fella that plays, he, he, he plays the stupid brother in The Godfather. You know the guy that's balding and has got kind of like long... Yeah, is, is it not, it's not John... Kazali, is it? Yes, it is. John Kazali. He's in The Deer Hunter as well. And when he yeah, was making he, The Deer Hunter... Right. He was dying of cancer and he made the deer hunter. Yeah, so you watch him in that. So- Go on, sorry, Mark. Yeah. So, yeah, he died shortly after he'd made the deer hunter. Here's the thing. He was dying when the deer hunter was being cast, right? This is an incredible story. I watched a documentary about him. He was dying of cancer. I think it was lung cancer um, when the, the deer hunter was being made. And the director um, really wanted him. And the film company said, we, you, you can't have him. If he dies halfway through, this is a massive movie. If he dies halfway through, we won't get insurance for that. You're going to have to shoot the whole film again. You can't have him. And the director, and I think De Niro, I think all the actors stumped up the cash for the insurance. And it was like a massive insurance premium there to pay. The actors stumped up the, ins- the, the money for the insurance so they could be in it. And if you watch him in that film, there are certain scenes and certain shots where you just catch a glimpse of him and he looks a bit uncomfortable. He's dying and he died pretty much as soon. I don't think he even got to see the, the, the premiere, I don't think. No, I don't think he did, but I know, I, I think I've seen the documentary. He was well respected. Yeah, he was a great actor. He, he, yeah, it, it was it was pretty sad, uh, really, wasn't yeah. it? When you you sort of like find that out and you watch the Dion, yeah, and uh, like the Godfather, you know. Um, but you know that's the way it goes, isn't that's it? That's the way but, it goes, isn't it? And, and you know, and everyone was saying, and this we've probably seen the same documentary. I think it's on Netflix. Everyone's saying, you know, had he had he lived, he would have gone on to be a huge movie star. You know, a character actor because he looked odd. He was he had a he, you know he looked very distinctive, and he was a brilliant. He was a brilliant actor. Mark, listen, thank you for that, mate. I appreciate that call. 0344 499 Last 45 minutes of the show, uh, we are doing um, uh, the best supporting actors. 
We've only got one woman, and it's kind of a cheat, Diane Keaton. I'm kind of fudged it a bit. I'd like to get more women, please. Um, films you can only watch once, and I'm so pleased that most of you aren't taking me up on this offer that I will agree with whatever you say. Uh, 45 minutes or thereabouts to go. 0345 499 1000. Late nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Late nights, Ian Lee. On air and off the On Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Just tell him I'm on my way. It's Tom. Tom? He wants to know if you have any idea where Lynn is. Marty Webb. I'm thinking of Marty Kane. I know. I was just thinking whenever yeah. you because Marty Kane was like the face of my child. I'm show business, baby. Who's Marty her. Webb then? Marty Webb was the southern gentler version of Marty Kane. Um, that bit always reminds me of da 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 Georgie Girl, written by Jim uh, Dale. Yes, of course, of course. Didn't we have Jim Dale on? Wasn't that similar a lifetime ago? Um, oh, Sam Mendes is the director, married to Kate Winslet. Uh, Waterstones up. Not anymore. I don't think. Lance says, um, for your supporting... Oh, Joan Cusack. I thought you said John Cusack. I don't really know who that is. Yes, I do. I do. She's always the sister, the sassy friend. And never the bride. Here's another one. Janine Garofalo. I like Janine Garofalo a lot. Although we saw a poster of her um, in a new show in New York. And she's done that thing to her mouth where it looks like she's had a punch in the kisser. There's a lot of pressure on women in yeah. Hollywood to um, do to, to, to make themselves look younger than they are and I yeah. think that's um, but she always had a really characterful face and I think yep. it's a shame isn't it when they start looking like Riddlers asexual what her no yep. tomboyish but not no, no 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 she's come out in an interview and Is said she? yeah she said she's, she's I think she's married to a gentleman um, but she says she's asexual oh yeah which you know these things, these things happen. By the way, you know Ant and Deck? None of our business. <laughs> it's funny, isn't it? It's everywhere. None of our business. I, you, he's had his phone taken off him. None of my business. He's addicted to pain. None of my business. It's yeah. none of my business. It's not. I don't understand. And I know that the son are kind of leader. It's none of my business. No, Wishing think... the very best of luck. It's none of my business. And you'll have more luck if everyone just lets him crack and up with it. And had I not known about it, would I have thought any more or less of him? No. Now I know about it, do I think any more or less of him? No, just thinking... I didn't even read... I just read the headlines. I saw some of the pictures and I saw there were some snaps. And I always wonder, when a star comes out and says, I've got, I've got an addiction to alcohol and painkillers and I want to thank all my fans, I do wonder... Because I, I remember the old days of the newspapers when newspapers would phone up someone and say, we know you're a drug addict now. Because they did it to someone I know. We know you're a drug addict. 
we can do this one of two ways. You can either come and we can take the picture and you can talk about your drug hell. Or we'll out you. Or, even worse, I remember, you know, in the days when... We know you're a homosexual. Now, we can deal with this two ways. You can either come in the paper and talk about your gay sex shame, or we can out you. And I always, whenever you see a celebrity in the newspapers going, I want to thank my fans, and I'm always thinking, what, what's happened there? Have they gone to the papers willingly? And if they have, best of luck to them. I will, you know, wish to, or has the paper phoned up and said, listen, we know what's going on. Um, there's two ways of doing this. I always wonder. I don't know. But I just, I just glimpse at the the the, the, the None of my business. Literally none of my business. No. No. It's, no, it's feel, being nosy. I feel I feel sorry for him in the way that I feel yeah. sorry for anyone struggling yeah. with something like that. Yeah. And again, I do think that when someone is, you know, dealing with addiction like that, the last thing they want is being mm. highlighted on the front pages of newspapers. I didn't get the thing about they've, they've taken his phone off him. He's not allowed visitors. Yeah, it's rehab. So it works. Yeah. Uh, so you so can so concentrate on recovering. Yeah, yeah so, so it works. You're, you're kind of isolated for a month to kind of reprogram the brain a bit and then you slowly reintroduce back. Anyway, none of our business whatsoever. <laughs> I wish him the best of luck. As I would with anybody, like you say, with anybody who's got an addiction, I wish them all the best of luck, you know, all tortured souls. None of my business. Um, James is on the line. Good evening, James. Oh, aren't the newspapers awful, though? Um, yeah, 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 they are. I, I do, I do, um, the, 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 the end of newspapers is nigh. Now, whether it happens yeah. in two years or 20 years, it's gonna happen. Newspapers, yeah. as we know them, will be gone and they will be replaced by something else i mean i think that you'll still yeah. get you know that people like opening things and reading things i don't think it's all necessarily going to go digital but newspapers as we know them will go let's not pretend though that there isn't an appetite that sidebar of shame on the <laughs> mail online website is very attractive to a lot of people if it, if not they wouldn't do it yeah i agree there is an appetite but because... i think that i genuinely think that that appetite, though, that if newspapers didn't print, you know, my drug shame story, we wouldn't miss mm. them. So I think you're right. There is an appetite there. I, I do wonder how much the appetite has been created by newspapers historically, yeah. so that we feel that we need to know about the people that are on telly and what they get up to in their bedrooms. Plus, and stuff. there is a little bit of Schadenfreude going on, especially in this country. We know we like to build people up yeah. and knock them down. Yeah, yeah, it's, and that's a very British thing. But I, I, I think. That most people, there will always be scumbags. I think most people are better than that, and that if newspapers chose not to print about um, celebrities' arses, seen the front page of the Sun today. I mean, d d d tomorrow's front page. Oh God. Um, what have they I, done? Well, I, 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 you know, I, they pay my wages, oh, I so I have to be they careful. Do, yes. but, you know, but and I, I've got no, I've got well, no, 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 I've got no real moral no. issues with the sun. But the front page, it's just, jeez, oh, come on, guys, do better than that. Oh, no. But um, but I, I, I think that most people are better than that, and that if we remove these horrible stories about Kim Kardashian's ass and uh, um, or Deck, whichever one it is, Deck's um, drug addiction, I think that most people wouldn't miss it. I think that most people wouldn't miss it. The thing with Kim Kardashian is that she has realised that that is where the interest is and she kind of fuels it yeah 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 imagine if people i always thought this right imagine if instead of x factor or pop idol we had nurse idol where oh. um we we celebrated great and, I don't, and I've, I've thought about this and i don't know how you you would make it you'd have to take away the competitive element but we celebrated 
you know, nurses who don't get paid a lot, but literally save lives. So instead of having these people coming out and singing badly, you'd have nurses coming out and they'd be getting a big round of applause mm. and they'd go, wow, fat, hey, you're fat, here's 20, here's 20,000 pounds just because you're fat. Look at this brilliant nurse. And, uh, you know, if, if that was a, and it, because no one, well, people would watch it. If Saturday night show, Nurse idol, where you celebrate nurses, so or fi- been something like that, like firefighter hearts idol. of gold. Well, but 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 they those were always a bit worthy. There's got to be some way of converting the affection we feel towards people like Chico to people who have actually who actually do provide yeah. something important. Yeah. And I think I, I think it's crazy. I present a late night radio show, right? And you could argue oh, you're doing some kind of service, but I probably get paid. Four times what a nurse gets? Yeah. How is that right? I'll take it, because, you know, it's great. But how have we got our society so wrong that a bloke on the radio gets four times what a nurse gets? And and, 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 and a, a bloke on the telly will get 20 times what a nurse gets. Do you know, it's funny, I've been thinking about this a lot recently because I've noticed, well, in the last couple of weeks, when I've been getting in from here, so yeah. about three o'clock in the morning... Hey. Macmillan nurses are coming and going across the road. Oh, yes. You just think those women, yeah, and they are generally women. Yes, they are. Are doing sometimes men because I mean we had a guy that visited my dad from Macmillan, but yeah. largely yeah. they're women. Yeah, are doing amazing stuff. Yeah. and they are there not only during that time, which yeah. is really hard on any family. Oh, but they're hanging around people that are dying. And afterwards, you know, they're so you know, good, Macmillan. You know, my mother-in-law uh, passed away. Yeah, and the Macmillan were wonderful with her, absolutely wonderful. But they were also brilliant with my father-in-law because afterwards, they're, yeah. they're on the end of the phone yeah. if you need them. Oh, they're incredible. When we're, they were there with my dad, it's my first time, in, my first encounter with them. And they're literally going into houses where people are dying, you know, like hour, hours or days away from uh-huh. dying. And the, and my dad, towards the end, was he was off his face on drugs and he was argumentative because yeah. he was in pain. Yeah. And they just went, come on then, Malcolm. Now, listen, do you want to have a shave tonight? I don't want to have an effing shave. OK, do you want to have a shave? What would you, I want some effing lemonade. All right, we'll get you some lemonade. Right, and they dealt with it. I'll tell, tell you something, I don't know anyone who's... And they'd not... say, what they'd say yeah. was, they'd say to us, sorry to interrupt, they'd say, okay. and I was I visited a few times, but but my, my stepmom, who, who I'd met when my dad was dying and the other my brothers and sisters they would say to us listen if you want to break now if you want to go out if you want to go you know we're going to be for half an hour you can sit in with us or you can go in the kitchen have a cut and they they were brilliant brilliant and this is the thing right you don't know until you're in it what a wonderful service people like that provide and there are other charities that do some you know amazing things as well and ever since that i I never you know we've set up a donation to Macmillan. I don't ever pass anyone by who's... Yeah, no, if they got Macmillan, I will always put a few quid Because in. it's it's so important yeah. and they're filling a huge gap that the NHS can't do. But then imagine if there was a show fronted by a, by Ant and Deck and Simon Cowell where it's, this week, it's Macmillan Nurses Special. Now, of course, then it becomes unfair on the ones that aren't there. So I've not mm. quite got the concept in my head. But you get these people out who are proper heroes and they get they get their round of applause and they get their big check and they get their thank yous and they get their recognition. Instead, you know, Saturday Night TV, we're looking at dullards who, who <laughs> sing flat and we're going, these are, I want to, and our kids are, this is the point. Our kids are watching yeah. people like Chico and going, I want to do that. I want to be that. Instead of looking at nurses and firefighters and doctors and, or, you know, the people that, and, and the people that work in care homes going, 
I want to do that. You know, I, we got it wrong. Anyway, James, sorry, it's not what you called in about. What have you got for us, boss? Well, I just wanted to say uh, what an awesome job you did with those scammers. It was. Ah. Uh, I was driving home listening to it, listening to it, and I got home and I had to sit in the car for like ten minutes listening and go, come on, it's <laughs> amazing. I'm, I'm glad we got back hold of that woman because I wanted to tell oh. her what an awful piece of scum she was. She That's was the thing, right? Like, because we did enjoy that, but actually, there are people that fall for that, and it, yeah. they do get taken for, for so much money. I nearly fell for it. I, I was that close. To get, and it was literally 20 minutes on the phone the first time before something went, this doesn't feel right, you know. Yeah. But, um, I'm glad that you enjoyed music, it was, it was The whole music was really creepy, wasn't it? That was, <laughs> that was what made, made me think, oh, hello. <laughs> it, was yeah. it was like kind of one of those listening stations. Yeah, it, was, it, it was horrible. But the weirdest thing, something yeah. happened to me today, um, which I was thinking, maybe I should phone in about this, and then he went and did scammers. Um, have you heard of the ones which call up pretending to be... Uh, from like uh, TalkTalk or you know a broadband company. Yes, and and they, yeah, and they try and kind of connect to your computer. Yeah, yeah, yeah I oh, know I've two people have been caught out by that. Oh, I've had them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I had one today. It was oh, brilliant. what happened? What happened? Well, I was I've been hoping because my mum gets them quite a lot, and she always says, "No, no, I'm, I'm not interested." And I was like, "Oh, why do I why do I never get one of these?" And I've got one today, and I've always wanted to kind of keep them on the phone as long as possible so they can't phone somebody else. Mm-hmm. So they phoned up today, and hello, I'm calling from Talk Talk, and I said hello, cheerful as I could, and yes, hello, I'm calling from Talk Talk about uh, your computer. Great, thank you, I said, and he said, why are you saying thank you? Um, because I'm thank you for phoning, I said. <laughs> and I think at this point, I think he called me a bastard uh, at this point. Wowzers. That was so uh, yeah. short for That's what I You thought. might have been having trouble with your computer. He could have had an open goal there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, curses. And so we kind of went on the usual business. Uh, are you sitting near your computer? I said, yeah. yes. I was hoovering at the time, but I said, yes. Yeah. And he said, okay, can you just turn it on? Uh, yeah, I'm turning it on now. Yeah, I'm just putting some clothes into the wardrobe now. And he said, uh, okay, what is it on yet? I said, not yet. It's starting. It's really slow. He said, what's on the screen? I said, it says Windows XP. It's quite slow. And about 10 minutes later, he said, what, what's it saying now? It's still starting up. I kept him on as long as I could. And then he said, is it, is it on now? I said, yes, it's on now. Here we go. He said, can you see the desktop? Yes, I can see the desktop. He said, okay, I'm passing you through to my uh, oh. technical supervisor. Oh, oh right. Oh. Fancy, I said. Thank you. So this other chap comes on. He says, hello. I said, hello. Again, he says, uh, yes, you're having problems with the computer? Yes, yes, I am. And uh, he said, is it on? I said, I'll just turn it on. Hang on. And again, another 10 minutes. And then um, eventually I said, yes, okay, we've got it on uh, desktop. He said, can you see the CTRL button? Uh, I said, yes, I can see that. He said, what's next to it? I said, yeah. uh, next to the C, there's a V, and then next to the T, there's a Y, and yeah. next to the R, there's a T. And, uh, and he said, no, no, the CTRL button. I said, yeah, yeah, next to the C, there's a V. It went on for about another 10 minutes. And eventually, he, he said to me, now, this, this is a bit sweary. Uh-oh. He said, he said, I can see you. What said, the heck? Yeah. He said, I can see you. I said, can you? He said, yes. You look like a piece of sh... Whoa! I know. Oh, handbag. Madam... I know, right? I, know. I don't know how he could see me, because I was uh, I was putting a washing, the washing machine at the time. Hey, so, what's so that? Um, listen, and I know it's bad. We've got to go to a break in a minute, right? But what, I know it's bad. But everyone says, oh, yeah, there's 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 websites on the dark web, right? If you log into it, right? 
you can look through um, people's webcams on their computer, right? And you can watch yeah. them doing bare root stuff. <laughs> I've never been able to find any of those websites. Where <laughs> is the website on the dark web that lets me hack into people's webcams so I can watch people doing have bare you, root stuff? If you try www.imamassivepervert.com. I will Google it in a minute. Thank you, James. 03444991000. Pat's coming up next. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Here we go. We're in Monday to Friday, 10 o'clock at night till 1 o'clock in the morning. It's uh, the, the late night alternative, really. You, you listen to all the other radio stations and uh, you know, this time of night, and it's, it's the usual suspect. Uh, and tonight here, anything goes, and it goes here any night, Monday to Friday. Imagine if I did a show six days a week. Just no, a, that's not humanly possible. I believe that with the right vitamins, I could do a sixth show a week. Maybe not here, maybe on another station. I don't know. I don't know. I've just, I just feel I could do it. I don't think that, I don't think that 15 hours broadcasting a week is enough. I reckon 18 would be enough. I reckon, let's... That was you. That was you. It was you. Let's go to the lady's favourite, Pat. Oh, hi. Isn't it weird, right, that Cass said massive pervert and then I'm here? Well... Mm? Yes, I've have to agree. Oh. I have to agree with you, Pat. Yes, it's weird. Oh, I've missed you and Kath. I missed you. Um, you? Yeah, terribly. Mm. Ed, um, um, it, it, I've asked Ed if he will retract his. Um, uh, he had a conversation with the police about. Apparently, you kept turning up at the the station doors trying to get in. Well, he said that he sent me a pass, and I thought mm. it must have been like it must have got lost. So I thought if I just turn up, yeah, no, he's he, and, and I'm trying to talk him out of him pressing charges, but uh, it's uh, so far it's been unsuccessful. We'll we'll see how that goes, Pat. I didn't mean it to hang out, Ian. It was an accident. These things I happen, just... Pat. These things happen. We've all we've all been there. I have very I... loose zippers. But, oh, but now you're back. Can I come in? No, no. Okay, no. You know you were talking about scammers. Yeah. The uh, this is a true story, and don't worry, it's not vulgar. Well, that that doesn't that doesn't fill me with a whole lot of confidence, Pat, because I don't know if you know. I have very little experience that tells me that you know what the, the what the boundaries are in terms of vulgarity. I mean, says you. Well, <laughs> yeah, Ian's far worse than me. Cat. Did you Shut hear? Up. Did you hear how many times he said penis earlier on? Mm. Disgusting. Uh, say it again, Ian. Um, penis. Thank you. Mm. So, um, I once got a phone call, um, and you know, you get these ones where they go, have you had an accident in the last two, you know, those ones? Yes, in the last two, And a lady, yes. a lady, don't hang up. No. And a lady said, well, I might do. have you had an accident in the last two years? And I said, yes, I pooed myself in Asda. And then she just hung up. Mum found it funny. Mm. <laughs> what? Mum found it funny at the time when you did it, or yeah. during the phone call? Yeah, well, during she was next to me, and then after she lo- she lolled for about five minutes. I- Ian, can I say something? Mm. You know, I've got a new show on Hospital Radio. Uh, you did t- tweet me about that. Yes, yeah. I I, I yeah. unmuted you recently. Oh, okay. Pat, have you really got a show, or is it just a matter of while you're there at your appointment? <laughs> You, while you're there at your appointment, you pop in. Is that is that what's happening? No, Cass. It's a real oh, show. Pat's got a tone in his voice. No, 
cat. It's a real show. He's not just rocking up there with a tape recorder, sitting in the wall playing tapes. I just want I to check. I'm a DJ like Gary Davis. Ooh, Gary Davis. What, what? I, I... So would, you, would you come on, Ian, on the show, like, ring up at 10 o'clock tomorrow? Oh, I'm busy at 10 o'clock tomorrow. Because all, I've, had, I've done two now, and all it is is Clive ringing up. Um, who's Clive? Well, you know, the one that I've met from here. I've met him on, like, from your show and on The thing is, the thing about Clive is, I think he is a thoroughly unpleasant, horrible, obnoxious... I think he's a pervert. Well, he sold me a signed photo of Duncan Goodhue and it was your Brenner. He's a con man. He is a con man. We sort of became friendly on Twitter and I said, oh, you should ring in and all he does is just like ring up and talk about Rudy things. Clive, and, is this true? Huh? No, no, it's not true at all. He's making it. He's why are you? Why are you sexually harassing Pat? Why are you? Why are you ringing up as well? This is my time. I'm. I was put through. I was waiting for you to finish your lies. I'm sat in hospital recovering from major surgery on so, me. On what? Um, my, my prostate, my prostate's gone wrong. You was? And my prostate's gone wrong. Oh, and oh, Ian, I'm get getting... him off. No. What well, happened? What's, what's what happened, happened to your prostate? I was on, I was on the ninety-six bus, yeah. and um, I got a lot of seepage, and it ruined oh, the God. fabric. Oh dear! Very persistent but stain. The police said it was an accidental discharge. Oh, and they weren't going to press any charges, so I'm in hospital now. <laughs> See, this is what I have to deal with. They've got, excuse me, this is yeah, this is important medical information. Someone, this could save someone's bus seat or their life. All right, get get to the point because I'm I'm really I, this. I really right. don't want this to be played out on my show. Well, um, I've had pus sent to the Los oh. Angeles Centre for Disease Control today. The Los Angeles Centre for Disease Control. I've had seepage from yes. me gentleman's downstairs. Oh, for God's Ian, sake. Ian, can you dump him off the call? Temp- to the tropical... Please, Clive, we don't... We, uh, Clive, we, I don't actually want to know... Tropical? Any. What have you got in it? The, uh, me manly fluids have gone to the infectious disease. No, I don't, I, no, I don't want to know this. Ian, this is my this, time. Well, this it's is my... life sh- and death. Yeah, Clive. This is life and death. This, hello? This, yes, hello. We don't, oh. we don't, listen, we do, I know it's 22. Oh. Please, Pat, calm down. What? I know... Oh, all right, Clive and Pat, just calm down. I know oh, it's 20 no, to 1 on that. a Tuesday. Shut up. Me pet. Oh. What is that? What? It's me... Me drain's full. Oh. Right, I'm cutting no, you both off. No. Go away. Ian. No, go. It's disgusting. I know it's 20 to it 1 is. at night. We don't need that. What? And they, they're potentially, they could be the last calls on this radio show this evening. So, guys, we've got about 15, 16 minutes. Um, so my suggestion is... My to- suggestion is, Clive, drink lots of water. You're going to be like an empty balloon. Yeah, it's going to be like a husk. Um... Can we get a decent call to end on, please? 0344 499 1000. Late Nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Late Night Conversation. Wealth losing sleep over. Ian Lee. On air and off the leash. On Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Last 12 minutes of the show, dear listener, then um, we hand over to the uh, Sports Boys. 
Sports Boys, and I believe tonight's show from one o'clock right through till five o'clock, it's going to be them. Um, they're going to take off their trousers and their pants. Uh, they have a supply of different size wet towels, and they're going to flick each other mm-hmm. for the whole four hours. Um, it sounds like it could be fun for an hour. Um, I wonder if it's going to sustain itself before us. But that's what they're doing tonight. From one o'clock, you'll be hearing some boys flicking each other with wet towels. And then tomorrow, yes, same drill. Yep. No trousers, no pants. Keep yuppies all night. Um, and it's uh, it's not what you think. So make sure you're listening tomorrow night to hear an unusual twist on the keepy uppy game. I can't do it for more than four minutes these days. 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number. Which American podcast did we put out tonight? We didn't. Oh, did we not put... We I'm didn't. spacing them out. Yeah, I'm doing beautiful. them every other day. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Which one did we put out yesterday? Uh, yesterday, WFMU. We've still got some stuff um, to put out that we didn't We didn't play. We've got the noisy restaurant. Uh-huh. We've got the weird art exhibition um, with the guy that had invented... We, this is, we went to this exhibition right, on Friday night, and I'm so glad we went. We went to support Imani Coppola, who I absolutely love, 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 love. And we're kind of, I'm kind of talking with her about coming on the show a bit more often. Yeah. Um, because I just think she's but, such um, a talent. Well. Maybe not live. She's very sweary. <laughs> maybe not live. But I think she's such a talent. And honestly, us going to her apartment, it, I, I couldn't have been more excited. I couldn't have been more excited if Paul McCartney had invited us to his house. Honestly, you saw me. I was nervous and I was excited. It, 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 you know, if, Although, Sir Paul, if you are listening, we're willing <laughs> to test that theory. I, I, honestly, it was such a thrill. We entered a building and we heard this voice shouting down the hall and it was, oh, it was great. And uh, so we went to, on the Friday night, after we finished doing the radio show and we were playing at the John Rons- Ronson interview, we, we dashed out. It wasn't that far, actually. It was, it was Hell's Kitchen, Chelsea, Chelsea area more than mm. Hell's Kitchen, to, um, to go and see this weird art exhibition in, in a, a church. church. And it was raising money for um, um, to stop paedophiles or something. Child trafficking. Mm-hmm. And it weren't, there weren't many stores there. There was a few stores. There was a lovely lady called Petal, actually, who I must email because I want to see a short film she made. And she was making soap. This is the kind of thing it was. She was selling soaps. Um, because she wanted to make films and she made one film that she'd done all by herself and had funded it and she wanted to raise money instead of going on uh, a crowdsourcing website or GoFundMe or whatever it is she was making stuff and selling stuff and I had a really nice chat with a really lovely lady um, and there was, you know, there was some bullshine there as well as well but then, um, and, we, we was, and, and Marnie was really pleased to see us we met some of her friends, that was yeah. nice, wasn't it? Really nice um, and then we'd seen the guy. That was you. That was you. Okay. Then we'd see. We saw a guy. Me and Kath walked past him. And there was about eight stalls there. We left before the um, bikini. <laughs> I mean, a bikini pageant fashion display in a church. church. Yeah. Um, and this guy, he had this white plastic thing, and it was so it was a small. Th- it was um, about six inches tall. It was on a stand, plastic stand. And there were two layers. And on the first layer, there were, you know those, um, you know the circles you get to blow bubbles? <gasps> I was just thinking that. Yeah, circles. It was, there was about 12 of those, slightly bigger. And in the second layer, um, there was, there were slightly smaller. There was about six of them. So it looked like a cake tray with, with different layers, but instead of having actual flat surfaces, it had things like that you blow bubbles with. Like with, yeah. with loops in. And, and, he, we walked past him, and he was balancing a banana and... Yeah, he, he kind of slotted a banana through one of the holes. And an orange. Point downwards. And an orange was sitting in another one of the holes. And, and we, we thought he was joking. We well, thought I thought he was taking the mic. Well, we wonder whether it was a, some sort of installation. Because, yeah. you know, we've been to the Tate, and we've seen people yeah. spending a lot of time looking at a shower head. So <laughs> it would appear anything goes. And, so, and then, and then uh, Imani, who is much more forthright than we are... Went over and went, 
what the hell is this? <laughs> and we got talking to him, and he was um, an inventor, and it was a fruit stand. And I said to him, "What? What? Why are you trying to drive fruit bowls out of business? What have you got to get?" And we fi- actually we filmed some of it, yes. so we'll be able to we'll, we'll edit that. I've got the audio on it. It was on my it was on my camera. Yeah. I'll edit that. Maybe we'll put the film up towards the end of the week. Um, and then he showed us a video where actually it looked quite impressive. Well, look, if you put loads of different shaped fruit, like straw- there were strawberries in some of the yeah. smaller loops and in the bigger ones, you know, there were peaches and things. And when it had a load of fruit in it, you know, it looked like quite a nice display. Try but with just one sad banana and orange on it, we, we, were, we were quizzical. Try to find- My wallet must be out there because I've, um, I've got his card. Um, I said we'd get him on the show. But he was serious. He was a lovely bloke. He was a lovely bloke. And he'd invented... Another thing he'd invented was a T-shirt with a hole in it, about just below the nipple, just below the nipple. Um, it was a hole in it, and you put your headphones through there, so your headphones came out of your T-shirt. Yeah, so rather than having to sort of loop... You know, if you go for, for a run or whatever, I yeah. just about remember what it was like. Yeah. You kind of have to... You've got your iPod in your back pocket, or in your front pocket, and then you kind of have to thread the wire up, don't you? Up your top. Yeah. And you have it coming out the neck. Well, this completely gets around that yeah. problem that we've all been worrying about. <laughs> he was a nice guy. Uh, I don't think we'll get him on the show. But we will hear the audio of um, that at some point. I don't know. <laughs> but you know what? It's people like that that make the world go around. Well, no. Well, I, think, I think we'd the... be all right without them. No. What, crap inventors? I find it really interesting. Oh, I found it interesting. Like Karatikas nice Potts. Uh, who's he? Around the World in 80 Days? No. That's Phileas Chitty Fogg. Bang Bang, Chitty, Chitty Bang Bang. Oh, Toot Sweets. Mm-hmm. Toot Sweets, and that's, it's only in recent times, I've realised that Toot no, that Toot Sweets is a joke. Well. It's a pun. It's not very funny, is it? No, but it's a pun, Toot Sweet. As in Toot Sweet, What does yeah. that mean? Go quick. Straight away. Straight away. Mm-hmm. So Toot Sweets, mm-hmm. it's a, it's a, it's a joke. The thing about the Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, it's too long. Yeah. There's about 35 minutes in it in the middle. If you took also, that 35 minutes out, you got yourself a cracking movie. Baron Bonverse, whatever his name is. Yeah. And his wife. Yeah. A bit kinky, aren't they? Uh, do you know what? We, we started watching it a while ago, and I think the boys got bored, as I did. Well, now the thing is, right, when I was a kid watching a movie, you got bored. Well, there was nothing else to do. You couldn't turn over. You couldn't pause it. You couldn't... You, See, so you just go, this film's boring. I just sit here and watch a boring film. So you'd sit and watch, you know, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang and, and, and films that are actually quite slow and tedious. Um, but nowadays, you pause it, you fast forward it, you go and you turn over, you get something else on Netflix. Mm-hmm. It's like the beginning of uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Boring. Yeah, it is boring. Until, until he comes out the factory and he does the, the rollover... Yeah. Then it gets. Then it. Tell the most boring part of that film. Yeah. You get blue like everyone. I don't know that bit. But me and Grandpa Joe. When the bit where the mum is watching Charlie all disappointed, and it goes on for about five minutes of her singing this bloody awful song, while for some reason, using a great big wooden spoon to stir the laundry. But fair play, it does. It does kick off with uh, the Candyman. That bit's brilliant. Mm -hmm. You know, I wrote all the songs for that. Anthony Newley. Oh. Anthony Newley did the whole soundtrack for that. I mean, strange. Anthony Newley, there's a strange character. He's a very strange man. Very strange. Married man. to Joan Collins. Mate, well, he started off as a pop singer. Paul Ross knows more about him than me. Started off as a pop. Isn't singer. Danny Baker into Anthony? Danny Newley. Baker's big into him. Started off as a pop singer. What was his pop sing single? It was. Um... Come outside. No, that wasn't him. Um... He used to sing like that, didn't he? It, well, he used to sing like David Bowie. David Bowie oh, yeah. modelled himself on, on Anthony Newley. That's, that's true. His song was, um, 
Oh, it's a cracking song. Let's see if we can end on it. Hang on a minute. It's about strawberries. Anthony Newley. What this? What kind of fool am I? <laughs> Strawberry Fair. Um, here we go. What time are we out? Fifty-six. Oh, I can do this. Don't take that call because uh, we're going to end on Anthony Newley. Hang on a minute. Why are you out of breath? You're on the arches. No, because I'm trying. I've just come in from the from the farm. One of the pigs is uh, is in labour. But it looks like it's a breech birth. Can we get the vet on the line? Yes. Why don't you help me out with this laundry? Here we go. Let's end with this. This should this should take us up nicely. Here we go. Strawberries, ripe strawberries. As I was going to Strawberry Fair, singing, singing buttercups and daisies, I met a maiden selling her wares, folded deep. Her eyes were blue and she was fair And she rode on a donkey to Strawberry Fair Rifle, rifle, told a riddle I don't Rifle, rifle, told a riddle D Would you like to pick from my basket? She said, singing, singing, buttercups and daisies My cherries ripe or my roses red Folded D You can take a handful, I don't care as I go on to Strawberry Fair Rifle, rifle, told a riddle I don't Rifle, rifle, told a riddle deep So I said to this bird Your cherries soon will go mouldy and bad Singing, singing, buttercups and what's it Your roses wither and look all sad Folded deep Now it's not to buy such perishing wear That I am slogging it to Strawberry Fair Oh, rifle, rifle, come and get an earful Rifle, rifle, told a riddle deep I told her straight I want a girl with a generous heart Singing, singing, buttercups and new jars Without a tongue that is wicked or smart Hold a D And an honest mind, but these are rare I doubt if I'll find them at this crummy old bear Rifle, rifle, take me to light Rifle, well you know the rest of So I put it to a straight Now in return for these virtues I swear Knees up, knees up, come the knees up, I'll give you a ring for your finger, my dear. Fold the D. So make me your partner and give me a share in church today at Strawberry Bear. Now, rifle, rifle, touch the little light of rifle, rifle.